You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carrie the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 233 of the Metal Geeks podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek, along with... I am Brutal Dave. Hello, Brutal Returning Dave. Turning from afar. What's that? I said returning from afar. That's right. A faraway land that you've been uh, you've been working hard at. A long time ago, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we also have with us... Not so brutal George. That, that's a perfect uh, a name. We finally have one for <laughs> you. <laughs> let's uh, we're gonna let's get a, uh, see how everybody's been doing. Uh, I know I've had some concerts I wanted to talk about. What we if we've been gaming anything or any of that kind of stuff. What kind of stuff we've been watching. But our topic for the evening is going to be, uh, I think, is going to be a fun discussion on. The top 100 metal songs, according to Rolling Stone magazine. I, the best songs of all time. Of metal. Metal songs. So, I listened to their list. I've sort of compiled uh, my own version that I'm working on, which actually does include quite a bit of songs on their list. I will give them credit where credit is due, but there's definitely stuff on their list that doesn't make sense to me. It feels like bands are on there for the sake of just having a band on there and not a good song from that. I band. haven't even looked through the whole list yet, and I agree with that assessment. Great. I think there are bands that are, that are on here just <laughs> well, to make sure that they I, were I think the problem the is is that they're also Rolling Stone. I was right? going to bring so, that up, too. Well, I, yeah. I was thinking about that just before we got started, that I, I need to remind myself while discussing this that this is Rolling Stone. Sure. 100 greatest heavy metal right. songs. And so. it's not 100, 100 greatest albums or bands. It's just actual songs. So there's multiple bands on here that have a lot of songs. Especially when you get in the top 20 era. It's a little weird. But not to spoil too much, uh, what have you guys been up to? I know, Dave, you've been uh, you've been busy building and then now you're open yeah. at Sherwood Forest. That is correct. I spent, uh, I (laughs) built two shops and the deck that they sit on in seven weeks. Um, It was exhausting, and uh, I have a shop that is mine now. You are literally Red Viking Dave now because as a Viking, you built decks. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I I wielded many a hammer. Uh, <laughs> was any of them named Mjolnir though? Uh, briefly, yeah. <laughs> Only when he like hit his finger. Uh, that then I called out to foreign gods uh, <laughs> to help. So uh, you built two shops now. You're, you're something of an expert now of building shops. No, I'm not. You're going to change your profession to building shops now. Is what I I'm am. Here. I am not. No. Um, I. I was a uh, essentially a hired hand who was um, paying everyone. <laughs> yep, he's a he's a one and done. Uh, 
Nope, that's not true either, but that's an entirely different oh, conversation. Shit. Uh, but no, I, uh, I I was out. I wasn't out there working every day, but like I you know hired contractors and they came out and then I vol- I volunteered mine and many other people um, volunteered their time to help us make sure that got built. And I, if any of those people happen to be listening, uh, thank you so very much. Your contributions are greatly appreciated, and uh, literally, it wouldn't have been done without you. I thank you guys as well. Um, I'm I'm excited. I'm going to try to come up there one weekend when we have some free time and check it out. All right, it's been a while. Well, well season's actually, almost almost halfway through the season. So are you, are you serious? Out, When's the last day? I am weekend? serious. Uh, I will let you know okay. in just a moment. All right, because I know we're personally going to we're going to be out of town from like the 17th to the 22nd. Um. To, but I would like to come out there and check out Sherwood Forest because I have never been. It's well, way cooler than TRF. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to say that under your breath. Uh, George, what, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, nothing too out of the ordinary on my end. Uh, it's been same old, same old for me. Just uh, work and doing stuff. I build a a raised garden bed with my wife. We well, built the deck too. A couple weekends. Well, it wasn't a deck. It was it was much smaller than what Dave built, <laughs> and a lot more controlled. Sure. Uh, and uh, I didn't have to impress many of people to see it. So if it looks wonky, I have to live with it. <laughs> um, and plus, Catherine did all the work. I was just really the assistant. Um, that sounds about normal. What else have I been up to? Uh, that and just you know, I've been working on some personal project stuff, and uh, you know, work, regular work. Yeah, I feel that. Um, you know, I just had spring break last week. One of the benefits of working at a at a, at a college, you know, um, it was fun. I, I saw a couple of movies, but we're gonna get to that. But I did want to talk about a, a concert that I went to the Friday, the, the first Friday of my spring break. I went to to the Solcandra Wolf Heart Obscura Flesh God Apocalypse show at um, at the White Oak Music Hall here in Houston. Cool, dude. I got there like seven ten. I know the the doors opened at six, and Solcandra was already playing. I was like, wow, they were not kidding about the time. Um, I I watched. I think I might have missed like one or two one and one and a half songs by them. They were fucking great. I really liked that band. And it makes sense that they're on the tour because the singer is the same guy from Obscura, which I didn't realize that at first. I'm mm. like, oh, no wonder okay. why they're. I didn't know that. I'm like, no wonder why they're touring <laughs> together. <laughs> um, and Wolfheart was on stage like 7:45. So crazy. They only got to play like a half an hour set. But I got my I got the last album uh, vinyl autographed by three of the guys in the band. Um, yeah, it was it was very cool. I got to meet meet them. Uh, Obscura, man, they were really really good. My only complaint is when you have a band like Obscura, a uh, bass player is like one of the main draws in that band. Huge bass, weird, plays all these weird bass lines and stuff like that. It was not high enough in the mix for me. Um, and that was the also the complaint I had about. F- Maybe he thinks your bass lines are weird. Um, if you've never heard Obscura, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, but then Flesh God, I sort of had the same issue with like, they had, you know, they have like a, a, a piano player on stage with them, right? Like they're all like, it's all like Victorian era type dress up and stuff like that. 
cosplay if you will um and the the you could not hear the piano very much it wasn't really high in the mix but uh they were they're always good i saw them probably 2018 2017 was hypocrisy and i think that was a better show um i don't know if they were the headlining band that i wanted you know that was just me though but this weekend i will be meddling it out because i i think i'm going to be going to two days of the hell's heroes show I was only planning to oh, go. Oh, that's this weekend. That's huh? this weekend. I was only planning to go Saturday, but an opportunity has appeared, and I got some people that I know coming in from out of town. Uh, both ours will be there again. Uh, our friend Darren from the Metal Geek Society. Um, so Friday, I will probably go a little bit later. One of the bands that I really want to see plays like at two forty-five in the afternoon. Don't know if I'm going to get there in time because I have work still. You know, <laughs> who's that? Uh, Visigoths. I mean, uh, I think yeah. they should be playing hot later in the bill. They should be late ping playing later. Oh yeah. In the bill. Uh, so Friday, right. uh, they what they've done compared to like last year, it was just inside White Oak. Now they have an outside stage, and they were finally able to utilize that outside stage for the, for Hell's Heroes. So on Friday, um, Visigoth, Broncos Helm, Exciter, Ross the Boss, which I'm not excited for that one. You know, people know me. I'm not a really a man of war guy. Um, and then Liege Lord and Possessed are playing, but uh, downstairs is Maestas, Century, Morgul Blade, Gatekeeper, Spell, and then I'm excited for Hollis, that weird outer spacey band from Europe. Uh, their album last year was really great. I'm excited to see them. And then Saturday, um, it's. Uh, unto others, Skullfist, Pagan oh, Altar, Satan, Razor, and then Unto Tri- Others is playing. Yep, I didn't realize Unto Others was on the. Bill. I don't pay that much attention to Hell's Heroes because it's futile, and it just makes me mad because I can never go. Yeah, apparently Unto <laughs> Others is a replacement, late replacement. They're playing two forty-five in the afternoon as well, which is still weird. But I'll be there in time. I don't have to work that day. And then headlining is Trypticon. They're doing uh, really nice. only. Songs from the two Celtic Frost albums, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then you also have uh, a band like Freeway, uh, Tower, Night Cobra, Christian Mistress, Haunt, and the Night Demon and Downstairs. So, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff going on. Night Cobra. Night Cobra. Night Demon Christian, and Night you, Cobra. You, you, you sneaky bastard, Christian. That's right. It's his show. He can do whatever he wants. Uh, the pre-party is tomorrow, which I'm not going to the pre-party. Um, apparently, Fugitive is playing, which is old, uh, new uh, members from uh, oh, uh, Power Trip. That's their new band. And then, then I was just what, what was the name of them? Uh, Fugitive. Fugitive. I was wondering what those guys were going to do. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet. Uh, I'm excited to hear that. But and then uh, Necrofire, Spectral Wind. Uh, violence is playing, and then Triumph of Death, which is basically uh, Tom Warrior, Trypticon doing Hellhammer songs. That's it. Stuff before okay. Celtic Frost. It's weird. And then Labyrinth is playing. Remember Labyrinth? We saw at that uh, that metal thing that we went to. They're like it that. that same one because I thought yep. they were on hiatus. No, apparently they, uh... they're doing the show. I saw them post about it. 
Okay. They were great. Interesting. Yeah, the last I saw, like, we went and saw that set of theirs, and then a couple of weeks later, they yep. went on hiatus. They posted about that they're going to be at the show, so uh, okay. Labyrinth. Well, that's cool. I'm glad they're working again, because those kids kick ass. Hell yeah. And, they're uh, not, not the prog metal band, the prog power band, but these are... No, these local thrash kids. Yes. They're like... 20 years old and they kick ass they did kick ass they need to get they need to get to work they dressed like uh, testament in the 1980s yes they did exactly like they got the look down and everything <laughs> they got like, the black boys the black jeans they need to the get white to work Adidas. because they've they've got the look and the sound and they have the the youth behind them they can if they bust some ass they could do something they, them kids are going places for sure they're good i was i was very surprised so this what band is this? Uh, they're called labyrinth, labyrinth. Local thrash metal band. Yeah, local thrash metal band. No David Bowie in it. Young, young fellas. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I uh, actually knew them. I found out about them, but like well before we actually saw them. Oh, really? Their uh, their front man actually came to Sherwood and got art for me and talked metal with me for like an hour. Nice. And he was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm in this thrash metal band or whatever." And then they happened to be there, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's the dude. <laughs> it's that kid." That's the guy. He put his money where his mouth was, apparently. Yep. Yeah. Those guys are great. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, uh, you know, I still have some medical issues going on. My back hurts after I've been standing for a while. And then, like, I just had a root canal done this week. And that that's not been good. Um, apparently, this is, on, this is way TMI for everybody. But it was on the same tooth. We already had a filling. And I guess part of it, the tooth cracked in the back of it. And, inf- and an infection got into the tooth, came down around the, the the nerves, and came up the side outside of it where mm-hmm. into my bone. So I have an infection in yeah. my bone. That shit will kill oh, you. Shit. Yeah. yeah so um, I, I the the antibiotics fucked me up. It was a lot of it was a weird week. Um, so I have to make an appointment uh, to get a crown done. Like. ASAP, like as early as next week to get that done, you know, or if the, if the crack goes any further down, it, the, the tooth is, they're just gonna have to pull it, you know, I definitely mm-hmm. don't want that. So that's been, it's been exciting. That was my spring break. I wasn't like paying the whole time. It sucked. I don't know if exciting was the word I'd use there, but <laughs> I was, I was being sarcastic there. Yeah. Not not the, the 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 best choice of word. Um, uh, quick, Carrie, yeah. I have the uh, the last date for Sherwood. Yes, sir. Is the April twenty second and twenty third. Okay, so that's the weekend that I get back. So we'll 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 try to maybe head out uh, before then, then for sure. All right. Um. Speaking of cruising, um, that's because that's what I'm doing. Did you guys uh, hear there's a clerk's cruise that was announced? No. I was gonna I was gonna mention it to you, but I figured you knew about yeah, it. Yeah, it it looks really cool, but uh, I mean it's not too expensive. They had, like the minimum, or like the 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 cheapest interior room was like seven fifty a person, which is not bad for one of these events. But I think I would rather spend my my cruise money for that type of stuff on 70k in 70,000 tons of metal oh gotcha I think that's more I mean it'd be cool to you know 
all these people from the Kevin Smith Ski Universe, I mean, I'm sure they're all going to be at a convention one day where I can meet them all. I've seen them do podcasting. <laughs> you sure about maybe. that, though? <laughs> but some of the bands that play 70 Southern Tons, it's the only place you're ever going to see them. You know what I mean? Mm. So it, it might be a, a bit, and it's around the same time, because this is like February of next year, and that's around when 70 Southern Tons is like ja- late January, February, that type of stuff, so... I don't know. Maybe that's why they chose the dates. I probably wasn't even on the radar. <laughs> it could be. You don't know. Um, you guys been playing anything? I know you've been busy, Dave, but what about you, George? The only thing I've been playing is uh, Hogwarts on and off. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. How far are you? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of an RPG, yep. so it's like you can do whatever you want, sure. really. But I can fly now, and I can capture magical beasts well, now. I'm not that far yet. And uh, I don't really know how far I am along the storyline. The game the game really starts to open up and get in really good. I, Once you start learning more spells, and, and then it's just that first part of it is going through classes and all that stuff is sort of boring. Um, no, it's not that bad. It's not bad, bad, but, I mean, the game is a lot of fun, um, no matter what all your opinions about the game. Um, I I think I'm definitely going to be playing more of it. Um, I have not learned to fly yet or any of that kind of stuff. I'm probably like three or four hours into the game too and feel like I've barely even done anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. You you have to go to classes, and unfortunately, to learn a lot of those spells and fly and stuff. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, the other or game I've been playing... Still learning to fly. What, what's up, Dave? Oh, I was wondering idly to myself if David Gilmore ever finished learning to fly, or if <laughs> like if that—that that seems like an ongoing process for him. I've never yep. heard a resolution to that. No, sorry. <laughs> wow, Dave did a oh, carry joke. <laughs> You've been hanging around me too long, man. What's up? Uh, that was good. Um, there's a Switch game that I want to mention. It's called Bayonetta Origins. It's uh, Teresa and the Lost Demon. Now, this is weird because, like, Bayonetta 3 just came out, like, five or six months ago. But I played the demo, and the demo was so good. This is uh, it's sort of an isometric, over-the-top game. Um, it's set in, like, this fairy tale book setting. The, the graphics are really cool. Um, you're Bayonetta Young when she uh, she's learning her powers and all that kind of stuff. She's learning to become a witch. And um, you have, like, this stuffed doll that gets possessed by a demon, right? And It started that way. Yeah, and then you can... can all, all dolls do. All dolls get possessed <laughs> by a demon in some, some way. And it's weird because, like, the gameplay opens up because, like, you're controlling the bayonet of the girl, and then you're controlling on the left with your left controller, and on the right controller you're controlling the... Um, the demon doll that turns into like this, this monster. It's really cool. There's a lot of great puzzle elements so far and some good action. Um, the the graphics were really beautiful. Sort of like a, uh, like a storybook. Sort of like like hand painted like pages and stuff like that. It looks really cool. It's a really fun game. Um, the other game that I wanted to mention is uh, I played the Diablo 4 beta on the Xbox. Yeah, it took me two hours to get into that game last weekend. 
I guess they were overwhelmed or something. But uh, yeah, that game is definitely Diablo. I played uh, for maybe an hour or so and I got to a boss. I just kept on kicking my butt. I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably go the other way and level up some more. But I uh, decided like, yeah, this is a uh, more Diablo. It looks really good. It plays like it. I mean, good job on them always for making more. A, <laughs> What's up? I've always been a Diablo fan yep. and uh, kind of a Blizzard fan in general, I guess. Um, but I, I'm, I'm having, I, I'm going to be a downer here and be like, I'm kind of not inclined to uh, promote or uh, give money to Activision Blizzard. Blizzard until they fucking clean house a little mm. bit. Yeah, that's a good. Um, that's a good point. I've always, I've always liked their properties, but it, I, it just make it's a bad taste in my mouth right now. The other side of that though is like. I also know because I I was actually talking about this with a friend of mine who works in the video game industry and she was basically like yeah it's 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 bad it's really bad and it's in every studio it's everywhere um so they're not saying that they're all that bad but this kind of like shitty misogynist behavior is apparently uh endemic in the video game studio world anyway. So I guess it's like kind of one of those things. It's like, uh, how much of a stand does this particular one mean to me in that context? It's like, man, I don't know. It's hard. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm like late to the party, but what's, what's, uh, what's the story with, uh, Blizzard? Activision, uh, Mm -hmm. bought Blizzard some years back and brought it under their umbrella and basically there's a there's a, a culture of misogyny and um uh objectifying women and just general shitty dude bro behavior uh really oh yeah yeah this is the first i've heard of it but i mean again i don't follow like gamer news very Often, yeah, so it's, it's were, why. pretty bad over there, dude. There were some pretty, honest. there were some big uh, abuse accusations and really very unprofessional, uh, unethical um, behavior over there that they got called out on publicly. And that's the thing is, it's like they got called out on it publicly, but it's going on everywhere and doesn't get called out. And so, mm-hmm. what do you what do you do with that? So, speaking of, uh, apparently today, Justin Roiland was cleared of domestic violence is his case was dismissed. There wasn't enough evidence. Um, is that the Rick and Morty guy? Yeah, the Rick and Morty guy. Yeah. Okay. Squatch game. Does that mean the Adult Swim is not going to fire I, him after all? I haven't heard. I, I only saw with the article about that. And he said um, that apparently the girl who started it uh, had a, her was one of his exes that had a bunch of lies or whatever, and it just got to this... And he was really saddened by how quick people were to cancel him, you know? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, isn't that more or less what happened to uh, Jim Cummings as well? Yeah. Like, that, uh, like Jim Cummings, I guess, went through a divorce or something like that. And, like, in yep. the course of it, his ex wife made all kinds of, like, horrible accusations about him. And,. I wondered if it was going to tank his career too, but sure. he seemed to have come out the other side. I mean, um, it, vindicated, I right. guess. Right. Yeah. 
I, I don't know what's going to happen with Justin Roiland. He might, because he left Squanch Games, he left Rick and Morty, he left all, all the shit that was his babies, basically. But, you know, I don't know. I mean... Oh, it's not just that, but, like, everybody he worked with was really quick to, like, turn code. Yeah, that's, really the, that's what really he fast. was saying in the article. Even I sort of was. I'm like, I felt... But I saw it from the articles that it was it was a definite thing. You know what I mean? I didn't think, and I should have I should have looked at it more deeply. But you know, because it's true, you're you should be innocent until proven guilty, right? Yeah, but also at the same time, like he kind of gets away with a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean. I don't know. The the evidence that was presented was kind of staggering and uh, did not paint him in a no, good light. It did not, no. But at the same time, I mean, I wasn't ready to like write him off, but I wasn't really ever like, oh, yeah, we should all defend this guy uh, either. But, but I don't yeah, know. I mean, it's a, it's a tricky situation yeah. no matter how you how you slice it. I agree. And all the edgelords are going to be like, see, see what happens? That's all they're going to be doing now. What's an edgelord? I don't know that term. <laughs> you don't. If you don't know the term, you definitely know what it is. So, uh, somebody who lives on the internet and is edgier than thou all the time. Oh, so uh, so the internet, the internet, yeah, basically. <laughs> the stay woke. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much the majority of Rick and Morty fans. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, any fandom. I'll, let, let's go there. Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, you guys being a being a fan these days is hard. Let's get into what we've been watching. Um, did you guys watch the Oscars at all, George? What about you? I did not watch the Oscars. We watched it live. Actually, it was uh, it was it was the Oscars. It was fine. Um, did it? I went to go get disappointed by the movies. What? Okay, <laughs> oh, that's right. I asked you if you wanted to come hang out. All right, and I already had tickets that my wife wanted to go. What see, did you go so. see instead of the Oscars? I forgot. Uh, Scream. I saw Scream oh, 6. Oh, I saw Scream 6. Cool. Did you not like it? Uh, I thought it was fine. It's, uh, it was better than the last one. Uh, I feel like there's some really cool moments, yeah. but, uh, I thought the, the ending was really, really stupid. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't like any of these characters. And Wes Craven is, a uh, his uh, intelligence and hand in making these movies is surely missed. But it has Wednesday Adams in it now. Well, she was in the last one too, but now she's super popular. That doesn't excite me. I didn't like Wednesday either, so. I never finished that. I watched like maybe one or two episodes. <laughs> I think I watched two episodes ago. Yeah, this show's not for me. <laughs> um, did any of your Oscar predictions come true? Um, I think if you look back at our our little thing that yep. we did, I was 98% yep. accurate. Uh, I, it's such a weird thing for me. We talked about it a little bit before we started recording that everything everywhere all at once was such a big winner. I mean, it's such a weird niche movie. Um, and the Academy really jumped on it. It, it was, <laughs> That's just weird. I don't see, but I think that's the beauty about everything everywhere is that I don't really think it is like such a niche movie as you think it is. Mm. Like it's a, it has weird elements in it, but I think the beauty of that movie is how, uh, 
easy it is for everyone to connect to and they can relate to it very very easily everyone can relate to like loving a parent or loving someone who uh that someone doesn't approve of or uh or just wanting uh to more out of life and hoping that all your failures and all of your <laughs> things that you've tried led to something. Yeah. Those are like are very connectable things. And I think that's the secret sauce sure. to that movie. I mean, there's a lot of great things going on for that movie. And the Daniels directed the fuck out of it. And even Spielberg said he learned a thing or two from them. I mean, they're going to be directing. I, a, I, I think they're going to be directing a star Wars movie. Well, they were they're not directing a movie. They're directing a uh, t- a Star Wars episode of that uh oh, the skeleton show. TV show from yeah, the skeleton show from Peyton Reed. And they did that before the, any Oscar nominations oh, and okay. whatever came out. So, my only gripe is um the actress in a supporting role. J- okay. Go go with me here. Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't I don't think that was an Oscar winning performance. It was okay. it, I don't know. I I mean Michelle Yeoh oh, what's her them. face? Angela Bassett would agree with well, you. Well yeah. <laughs> Angela I mean cuz she cuz she lost. I didn't really like Wakanda Forever really that much, but I mean Angela Bassett did a really good job. She was she was very good. In she it. was very good in it. I mean, but so was She's, Jamie Lee Curtis. Also, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis has been passed up a lot of times for the Oscar for other movies. So. Yeah, she finally got her True Lies Oscar. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, and then I saw the international feature film, finally. I finally watched All Quiet. All Quiet on the Western I finally Front? watched it over the spring break. Yeah, did you it like it? It took me three days to watch it, but yeah, I did, I did like it. Oh, uh, Oh, I I mean, it's a long it movie, is. but yeah, I, I, I get it. But I liked it. I, it was one of my favorite movies of last I know, year. I thought it was it was done really, really well. And it's weird that uh, Netflix had different versions of it. Like you could watch it in German or with English subtitles or like. Oh, I watched it in German with English Did subtitles. Okay. Yeah. I watched the dubbed version, I believe. Well, the book is German. Yeah. And I think the movie was originally filmed the in book? German. Wait, the book is German? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I it's that I don't ger- know about German soldiers. I mean, okay, I read the book I'm, ages ago. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's about German soldiers soldiers at war, but I could be wrong. A lot of those German soldiers felt very British to me. Mm, <laughs> they did not to me at all. They felt very German. Um, and then Del Toro's Pinocchio one animated feature film. I agree on that. Even, yeah, I wanted I wanted the other movie to win, the, but I saw the, the, the writing on the wall. Yeah, yeah. I I saw the writing on the wall, and I knew that it wasn't going to win. It didn't have a snowball chance. I watched. All, I did rent, or I watched on long, or during my break. Um, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. It was typical storyline, but the animation and everything was really cool in that movie. I thought it was fun. I mean, it's not bad. It was. I mean, I I enjoyed it more than the last movie. The last, the last Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. Yeah. Puss in Boots. Uh, the other movie that I went and saw in the theater. Uh, one of my days on spring break, I went with a buddy of mine. We did a double fucking feature. We went and saw Cocaine Bear and then Scream Six. Cocaine Bear is cool. a lot of fun. That's all I got to say. 
I've heard nothing but terrible things about cocaine. Oh here. no, 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 no. I hear, I hear, I hear. It's like it's very surface level, and it never goes as fun as you want it to go. There's some crazy shit in that movie. That's all I got to say. It's it's a fun um, movie to see in the theater type of deal with a bunch of people around you. Um, it's not. Is it great? There's not. It's funny ish, but uh, there's just some there's some weird shit in that movie. Um, but you also liked Violent Night. I did. I did not like Violent I did. Night. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to John Wick Four though. That's coming out next week. That comes out this week, yeah. doesn't it? No, this weekend. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna have to figure out what I I'm finally, gonna do. I'm excited I finally to see watched John Wick Three just a few weeks ago. Actually. Oh really? My yeah. I was trying to get Kim to go with me and my wife, and we were on YouTube the other day, and it's like there was like a minute trailer was Keanu Reeves. He's like, here's how to catch up to John Wick before John Wick Four. And it was like. <laughs> the the basic storyline before all three movies and he's like there you go now go through the movie the, I was gonna say you can tell the whole story yeah. in twenty seconds you so can <laughs> John Wick kills people <laughs> D- moral of the story is don't kill John Wick's dog or or fuck with his, his uh, friends That's right um yeah George I, you might be right Cocaine Bear might not be the movie for you. But I mean, it looks exciting, and the title makes me want it to be good, and it sounds like it's going to be fun. But at the same time, uh, a lot of the reviews that I've read have like, yeah, it sounds fun, but it's not yeah. fun. Uh, so that has me a little worried, but I'm still excited to check it out. I'll check it out when it comes out on... Uh, I think it's already streaming. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to pay $20 for I it. I feel you. Uh, you guys been reading anything? What about you, Dave? No, no. I, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm I'm very boring. I have not been uh, watching, playing, reading anything. I have been too fucking busy. Uh, totally understandable. So, <laughs> I I am completely out of loop. I don't. I couldn't even tell you an album that came out this year. I'm. That's how out of loop I am. Oh. Well, I, I did see Quantum Mania, though. I did. Did you see Quantum Mania? Uh, I did. What did you yeah. think of it? it? That it was a Marvel movie. There it was. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was. Um, it I was, feel like what people are saying about Shazam right now. Is I, I have not Shazam seen the Shazam. I'll probably wait. Oh, it's going to be streaming in like a month already. I, I have a feeling it'll be on HBO Max before we even know it. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I've uh, watched uh, the new Adam Driver Dinosaur Vehicle oh, 65. Any good? Huh. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. It, it looks. Yeah. It looks fine. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Like, uh, I think the most baffling thing about that movie is that something that Catherine brought up, and I didn't realize how true it was, and then I started laughing about it hysterically. Was that movie's like ninety eight minutes long. Wow! And Adam Driver like uh, like gets hurt and gets tussled around and he like crawls through the mud and falls out of trees. Never once takes his shirt off. What? Yeah, you would think out of all the movies that Adam Driver could take his shirt off and like right? show off his muscles. How can you? This would then it's not this would, it's not a real Adam Driver this, movie apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just a little baffling. Like, the opportunity was there. The low hanging fruit was there. Why, why, why did no one say, "Hey, Adam, should uh, show off those massive pecs?" Don't you got. talk about maybe, Adam Driver's low hanging fruit. 
maybe they, he told them to not objectify him like that, and he's right. trying to move in a different direction. And uh, <laughs> I, wanna, I, I, don't, I don't know. He's trying, to, he's trying to mature and only fight dinosaurs in this movie, okay? Right. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? The, I haven't seen any of the I have a vision for 64, and it doesn't include me with my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of, like, dino, do you guys remember the Dino Crisis video games? Where you're I remember fight- that I they were a that. thing. Huh? Yeah. I don't I never played them. Oh. I don't know what they're about. I just rem- I remember that they were a thing though. It was like Resident Evil was dinosaurs basically. Or Turok. Oh yeah, I remember Turok. Remember Turok kicked games. ass. Tur- I only I only ever played the first one, but I loved that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but if you watch the trailer, you find out that Adam Driver is a being from another planet that's like Earth. Right. I it's and- it, that is ob- obvious from <laughs> the trailer. And to me. he crash lands on this planet that happens to be Earth in the yeah. prehistoric age, sixty-five million years ago. Oh, sixty-five! I get it. Not I. Get I, I got it. that from the yeah. trailer, but actually, yeah. I don't know how. I don't know if anyone saw the trailer. I didn't. I didn't want to spoil is that, it for people who didn't. Let, want let me to ask be you this: Is it worse that a movie to to see in the theater or no? No, it's definitely for me. I I, I didn't want to see it, but Catherine really wanted to mm. see it, and I I dragged her to go see Scream. So, uh, and uh, I thought and it was she was fair so disappointed that, we, that she didn't get to see Adam Driver without his shirt. Yeah, it was a little. I, I felt for she's, her. Now she's know? gonna have. It's, it is a little disappointing. Now she'll have to, to watch that Star Wars movie. movie. <laughs> God, I God no. Um, so anyway, it's fine. Like it's definitely like a movie that could wait for uh, streaming. Or if it would have been like a Netflix movie, yeah. it would have made a lot more sense. Sure. Like, oh yeah, I can see why Netflix made this. Are you like a Hulu, um, like the Predator movie? Yeah, definitely in that vein. I'm looking um, forward to uh, the Dungeons and Dragons uh, Honor Among Thieves. That actually is getting. Uh, it looks funny. It looks fun. Uh, it's actually getting not bad reviews. So. The trailer looks terrible, though. Trailers. It can't be worse than the last time they tried to make a Dungeons and Dragons movie. There's no way it's brothers in this movie. I don't think. <laughs> they should nod to it in some way, though. <laughs> um, Cameo. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it looks like Guardians of the Galaxy, but worse. In the trailers. Yeah. But I hope it. Yeah, that never I hope, occurred to me. I hope it it's. Does. I hope it. Hope it's better than that. And it's from the filmmakers who made Game Night. And I really like oh, yeah. Game Night, so it's um. Who knows? Maybe it will be surprisingly John good. John Francis Daly, one of them, right? He was an actor. He I was from Freaks was... and Geeks, and uh, he was on Bones and, and weird stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Um. Bef- before we move on to our topic, I do. I have been reading a few things I wanted to talk about. Uh, I've been reading the Team T the Last Ronin graphic novel. Have you Have you read this, George? I've read the the single issues. Okay. I haven't well, that's read, the same thing. Uh, yeah, I'm just reading. I haven't read like I haven't read the whole collected thing, so I think I've only read up to five issues. Depending if there's more in the trade, yeah, I don't know if there is. I'm only, I'm still on the first issue of it. Um, oh, it's great! It's yeah, cool it's so far. Really cool. And I'm also reading the new Scarlet. Who do you, who do you think who do you think is the turtle that lived? Oh, I don't know yet. Um... You don't even have an idea. That's like the whole like uh, 
like the t- the whole tease of the first co- uh, first issue, in my opinion. They never tell you who it is in the first issue, and you find out like by the second or third. Um, I think maybe Raph. Okay. He's like, okay, I'll find out. I guess. I don't want to ruin it for you. Um, I've been reading. What the do you new- think of the new uh, Ninja Turtle trailer movie? Oh, looks, that's right. It, it looks awesome. Yeah, it comes out in like that's April like or Seth August. Rogen doing that, right? Yeah, Seth. A lot Rogen. of people. That does not excite me, but the trailer mm-hmm. excites it's me. It's when they're like, it, it looks fun. I, they're young teenagers. It, it does fun, right? look fun. They actually use like real kids to voice the uh, teenage uh, mutant Ninja turtles, which I thought was smart. I think that's smart. I think that it, uh, at least in the trailer, it came across well, and uh, yeah, the animation absolutely. style. Threw mm-hmm. me a little bit at first, but then as we got more like detail shots of what they're doing with it, I'm like, this looks pretty sharp, actually. It, sure, I, it reminds me of the uh, that cartoon show that came on Netflix, Arcane. And I never watched watch it. No. It's like, isn't that the League of it, Legends show? Yeah, so because never it was League, League of Legends, I never watched it because I didn't. <laughs> I've never played uh, League of Legends in my life, so I had no idea what I was getting into. But the art style looked awesome, and so the art style from Ninja Turtles looks very similar to the art style in that TV show. So if you want to kind of like get a idea, okay, of what you might be in for, maybe check that out. Um, so I was, was just saying, I've been reading the new Scarlet Witch series, which is sort of cool. Um, she's opened like this arcane magic shop and, um, they pulled in a character from the MCU into, to work for her, uh, with Darcy, the Kat Dennings character. Now it's like her first appearance in Marvel comics, sort of interesting. Um, but I started reading a new Star Wars book, the Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars. Apparently it's a story set between the two Star Wars Jedi video games, which I really enjoy. And the new one comes out. End of April, April twenty eighth, I believe. Wow, that's yeah. Insane. I'm excited for that game. Um, I really like the last me too. one. So, I was kind of just bummed out by how quick the story would played out. Um, and I wanted it a little bit more. I guess well, you should read the book but, to get more story. Then, yeah, I guess. But I know it has reading involved. I'm sorry. Yeah, reading's hard. <laughs> Um, that's it for me. Uh, I finished the Rob Halford, um, confess book, which was really good. Um, listen, what is he confessing? Uh, no, actually biblical. I'm sorry. The second book is biblical. The first book was confess. Um, biblical. It was like each chapter was, uh, about a different topic. Like he even went and talked, he did a whole chapter on roadies and stuff like that. It's really cool. Um, he's, he's a, he's a character that, that dude. Um, he's fun to listen to, but uh, that's a great segue for our topic. Actually, is it? I think so. Um, it's, right. it's as it's as workable as any. Yeah, Rolling. I mean, <laughs> talking about Rob Halford. Sure. Gonna, let's talk about the hundred greatest uh, metal songs according to Rolling Stone magazine. Which I don't think I've ever really read a Rolling Stone magazine, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, I haven't. In- 20 years yeah. or more. Um, so we're going to go through some of these just pretty quickly, but I do have opinions on some of these. Um, yeah, I think we need to like do big chunks at a go. Yeah, gonna, why don't we... We're going to go through the in- list. We need to do Yeah, we chunks. really do. Um, 
Do you guys want to, George, do you have the article pulled up? I have the Spotify playlist that they okay. put out. Uh, how about each of us do does like 10 at a time? Like I'll do 10 yep. and then Dave can talk about, may, do the next 10 and then George will do 10. I can tell you about how I haven't heard half of these songs. I <laughs> can definitely imagine. Because you know why, right? Because I, I that's hate right. Metal. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. start off. We've, we've heard it. We've all heard it before. Number one hundred. Uh, welcome. Oh, we're starting from the bottom. Yeah, we're starting. Okay. Why would you start from the top? Don't start at number bottom one. You start bottom, at number hundred. Now we're here. Uh, number one hundred is "Welcome to Hell" from Venom. I never heard it. <laughs> uh, we're gonna hear that a lot when during this uh, section. But yeah, I I like Venom. Um, I'm. This is one of those bands that they're like, yeah, we should probably feature them on here. I don't know if it's their best song, but it's it's pretty good. Um, so moving on, number 99 is Crowbar with Planets Collide. Really good song. I don't know. That's another feel, it felt like, oh, we should throw Crowbar on here because they're, yeah. they're influential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never even heard of the band. Well, now you they're- have. They're they're a big uh, New Orleans yeah. like sludge. Yeah, I mean this is uh, one of their like, this is one of their best songs to be honest with you. You know, so if I don't like that song, I won't like it at uh, all. Well, this is I would say this song is probably one of their more uh, accessible songs to be honest. George won't like it. No. I'm just gonna. I did. I already listened to it. I don't okay. like it. Well, then in that case, let's move on to the only song. On this entire list that came out after 2010. Is that right? Yes. I haven't looked through the whole list yet. It is true. Uh, Executioner's Tax, Swing of the Axe by Power Trip. Ooh, I like that song. Great great song, but uh, there's a lot of shit missing from uh, the the 2010s and and, and to current day. But But not as good as that song, apparently. Um, Next track is... 43% 43% burnt the Dillinger escape plan. I've n- no never been a Dillinger big f- escape plan wouldn't be on my list at all. Mine either. <laughs> and this song is not the song I probably would have picked. Yeah, they have better songs. I don't know why they picked. I, this I song. agree. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the band, but I agree. They do have better tracks. Number 96 is girl school. Yeah, right. Um, Exactly, just like I the title. I don't know know who that this, is. I know who Girl School are, are because I know at some point they had a relationship with Motorhead and all that kind of stuff. But this is the first song. I didn't really know this song very well at all. To be honest with you. Um, number ninety five. Yeah, I knew who they were, but I didn't really know this song either. Yeah. Um, ninety five. This one I agree with. Uh, Machine Head Davidian. Uh, that first Burn My Eye, the first album from 94, uh, Burn My Eyes from Machine Head, I fucking played that album out a lot. After um, he left uh, Violence, uh, Rob Flynn, uh, I, I really, really like this album. And I think this song, it's a, it's the epitome of when they were good. You know what I mean? Not now. Okay. They've tried. <laughs> they have not been able to. I've... I've never cared for the machine head stuff that I've heard. Yeah. And so I've, I've never really given them a lot of time. Maybe Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't really dig them. The first two albums are actually quite good. The first album is uh, more than uh, the, what what did you say? Burn my eyes. Very nineties 
thrashy metal stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think you might dig that album. More things change with the next album, which they sort of really started sort of changing a little bit. Um, but after that, I just the I, I was I was out, <laughs> hard out. Uh, Ninety four. Uh, I might have actually put this song higher on my top one hundred. In the meantime, from Helmet. I actually like Helmet. The band. I do too. Uh, 93. I don't have a strong opinion about them either way. 93 is Hammer Smashed Face by Cannibal Corpse. Now, talking about being uh, an important metal song, I would probably rank the song way higher on the list. I agree with that. Uh, and again, I haven't looked all the way through the list yet, but like, for me, there are better Cannibal Corpse songs there are. that... I would have featured, but this one is iconic in yeah, its own right. It is. So also, like I think overall in this whole list, not to like spoil the list or anything like that. I think is the like to keep in mind, like if someone was like, "Hey, what are some greatest metal songs that you ever heard?" I've never listened to a metal song in my life. This is a playlist that you can give somebody. No, and I they agree. go, "Oh." This is what metal's like. This is what Cannibal Corpse. I've always heard that name. This is what they sound like. So I think that's what majority of this list is. I, because I kept on coming across that too when I was going through the list earlier today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, I've heard the song, or I've heard this band, but I know that there's better songs yeah. in this band, and vice versa. Um, I, I think that's what a majority of my thinking I would have to do is. This is for somebody who doesn't listen to this band or type of music. This is a good general introduction. Okay. Good. That would be my suggestion, the way to look at it. Um, okay, so number 92 is Warlock, who is Doro Pesh, or her first band. This is the song All We Are. Uh, catchy song. It, it's one of the, it gets stuck in that we repeat the same lyric over and over and over, which I usually hate. Also... Didn't consider that a metal band. They're me- they're metal ish. It sounded really eighties to me. Well, nineteen eighty two. You're right. Um, like a, like an eighties like uh, pop rock song, I guess. Yeah, like a an- like an eighties anthem rock song, I guess I would say. That can yeah. There's a lot of that on here too. Um, so ninety one uh, is "Pull Me Under" from Dream Theater, which I. Uh, I don't know if I would have moved this lower in the list, but this is definitely an iconic Dream Theater song, you know? This is probably oh, one of yeah. my favorite Dream Theater songs. Yeah. It's what got uh, them popular. It's, yeah. uh, it was on Guitar Hero, so... You, wh- this is why they have a Greatest Hit album that's called Greatest Hit and Other Songs. That's <laughs> Do they really? They do. They really do. That's hilarious. <laughs> it is. Uh, because... This is, as far as I know, the only hit song that Dream Theater yep. has ever had. Uh, so. They've had popular songs, but never anything to this degree. Yeah. And uh, I got to have a one with a s- Eagles on it or something. It was called something Eagles on the backs of Eagles or something like I that. Think, I think I know which song you're talking about. Uh, I'm going to have to do number 90 here. So 90 is Bring the Noise, uh, Public Enemy featuring, An- featuring Anthrax. So... Interesting they didn't put the Anthrax featuring Public Enemy version. This is actually the one from the uh, It Takes a Mil- Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back, the Public Enemy album. Oh, the, there's two. I didn't realize there were two different versions. Yes. Yeah, I didn't realize that Public either. Public Enemy did the song first. Um, 
and they mentioned Anthrax in the in the original song, and then the Anthrax did a version of it featuring Public Enemy. Okay. I just thought it was a Public Enemy song that Anthrax was on. Yep. Um, all right, uh, George, you want to take the next ten? Uh, yeah. Okay. Next up. You can't bring me down by the suicidal tendencies. Not the suicidal tendencies. Just suicidal tendencies. The suicidal tendencies. I will say that uh, suicidal tendencies was one of my favorite bands. Uh, definitely in my top twenty bands of all time. And I've seen them live. I have too. Yeah, many times. Uh, this song. I've only seen them once. What's up? I've only seen them once. Who were they with? Metallica. No, believe it or not, they were with Foo Fighters. <laughs> what? Yeah, they opened up for Foo Fighters a long time ago. What? I did, that would have been weird. All I right, can, I can. No, I can see it. I can see it. Um, because because I know who Dave Grohl is, I can see. Yeah. It. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that I. Um, you can't bring me down. Great. I love Lights, Camera, Revolution. One of my favorite albums from them. But is this the more iconic song than like Institutionalized or? something i don't know you can't bring me down as a great but would you consider institutionalized a metal song yeah it was punk metal back in the day okay suicidal tendencies has gone through many uh eras in their career um even this song was more on the punk side of things and uh yeah parts of it for sure yeah once they went they this album was pretty heavy though was pretty pretty metal all right, let's move on. I don't want to take too much time on this. Next one, uh, This Time by Life of Agony. Another one of my favorite nah. bands of all time. Top 20 for me. I love Life of Agony. Uh, this time, uh, when this album came out, um, I heard it on Z-Rock, and this was the first track that I heard, and I was sold on them immediately. Uh, River Runs Red, one of my favorite albums. Um, but I got to say, the next album, Ugly, that came out a um, couple years later, um, the song Lost at 22, I think is probably in my top 20 songs of any metal bands of all time. Um, I would have. Wow. I really love that song. It has a really. It came out the same year I was 22, and uh, it was. It was the the year after I my I lost my mom and just the lyrics and it just hit me hard. It's a, it's a song. It's a song that has a lot. It of does. It has a lot of a lot of a lot of emotional meaning to me. Uh, but I I love Life of Agony. Um, and it, it's sad that they they're touring again right now and I they have not come anywhere near where I could go see them again. I really love to see them live again. Okay. Yep. Uh, next. Uh, slaughter of the soul at the gates. If this was my list, this would be higher up. Yep. But I don't know how much higher up. Um, yeah. Maybe in the fifties. Uh, just spitballing. As far but. as an influential song, yeah. Because if it wasn't for Slaughter of the Soul, it wasn't at the gates. You wouldn't have some of the modern metalcore stuff like Lamb of God and that type of stuff because they directly pull from this album for sure. Well, and I mean, not to mention the fact that they were part of that whole Gothenburg, like yep. creating the Gothenburg sound yeah. that has uh, influenced all of melodic death metal at this point. Um, like, 
Uh, this is a band uh, that, like I said, if this was my list, uh, anything by At the Gates would probably be higher up, just because mm-hmm. of their um, their impact and uh, significance historically on death metal. But this is, uh, yeah, this song right here is it's sort of the uh, the epitome of the band. This is the it first is. song I think of when I hear when I hear the band name. You know, I think me too, probably. All right. Uh, at, least all mo- right. at least most of the time. Uh, 21st Century Schizoid Man by King Crimson. King Crimson, yeah. This is, they're pulling old. This is 1969. This is one of the first heavy, heavy songs. Um, the it, I guess that early proto-metal stuff, you know, like um, Summertime Blues and some of the old, like like this King Crimson song. I really like this track a lot. I remember was it Ozzy or somebody covered it later in their career, and I really liked it still. That's a good track. I never heard it before. All right. You heard it now, though, right? I didn't get that okay. far in the list. All right. That's all right. Uh, What's next? Next, There Goes the Neighborhood by Body Count. Oh, see, all right. I really liked that first Body Count album, but... Saying that what this track, it's in the top 100 metal songs of all time. I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, like I think it's, I think this is one of those cases where because this is Rolling Stone. Yep. It makes sense that Body Count is on this list. Yeah. I get I get why they're here, but they wouldn't be on mine. Uh, yeah. And that's not me. That's not me. No, no, no. I like Body Count or anything. I'm just saying they wouldn't have made my top 100, uh, but I get why they're here. I've never heard of this band. You've never heard Body it's Count? It's Ice-T. It's Ice-T's thrash metal band. Yeah. Oh. The only song I've ever heard of his is Cop Killer. I actually still have my original CD with Cop Killer on it. Probably worth a lot of money now, because that... <laughs> which is so weird that he did a song called Cop Killer, and then he wound up becoming Cop on TV. But yeah. go, whatever. <laughs> Uh, He's okay, not a next. cop. He just plays one on TV. That's true. Next up is Thunder Kiss '65 by White Zombie. I grew up to this song. N- yeah, so. no, I I agree. I l- really liked White Zombie back in the day, way more than when uh, way more than way more than Rob whoa. Zombie. Truthfully, when uh, my parents owned the Topless Bar, the song was in constant oh, rotation a lot. There. A lot of gyrating was happening to the song. I bet. Sure was, and it's a good song. It really is. It really is a good song. Uh, I even like the first uh, outing of Rob Zombie was pretty good too, and after that, kind of is uh, waxes and wanes. Yeah. But uh, next is uh, "World Eater" by Bolt Thrower. Do you have anything to say about Can't, this, Dave? I've never even not heard really. Of this I've I've um, I'd, I've never really gone that far back with Bolt Thrower. Mm. Like uh, I, I've not not listen to them i have i'm just i never really got into them i know bolt thrower fans are like big bolt thrower yeah, fans that's true. i've never met somebody who's a fan of bolt thrower who was just like casual about it <laughs> they're like star wars fans I, I that's a good comparison i like bolt thrower quite a bit i don't know if um this would be the song that i would pick to be there but uh that's okay. Let's move on. All right. Next song would be Spit by Kitty. 
Okay. Now this this, was, this this song this band came out in like the height of new metal, like yeah. Slipknot yeah. and new metal, and this is the only song I know from this yep. band. Uh, this the is only th- reason I know that is because it was on a demo track with a whole bunch of other bands. Uh, this is the only song I've ever heard from this band that is any good at all, <laughs> and that's being yeah. generous. Yes. Um. So I'm a like I do actually like this song. Okay. Like I'm not like totally. Stoked I can appreciate. Like, I can appreciate the the um, I don't want to say important, but what why the song is on the list, but I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, it's like, like is I, there not another all chick metal band out there that was just as good? Uh, I, around this time, school. I, I yeah, I really or I, I was all? really in the band Drain Sth. We talked about it on the last episode of MSRcast. We did our like most underrated bands, and they're one of them. Mm. Um, they put out like two albums in the late late nineties, uh, very Alice in Chains worship style, and they're really good. I really like them. All right. Next up, we're not gonna take it by Twisted Sister. This, I'm surprised that Rolling Stone puts this yep, this far down. This is really low on the list, in my opinion. This is well, it's also like the seminal song for Twisted Sister, right? It is. Like when you think of Twisted Sister, this is the song. You but hear. in a lot of people's mind, when you think of heavy metal, you might think of this track. Or when you when you mention like 1980s heavy mm-hmm. metal, this is the first track. So I think, I think this is really high in the list. It should be much much lower. Yeah, it should be in the it should and, be in the top uh, twenty in my opinion. Next song, uh, "My Own Summer," "Shove It" by Deftones. Now, as a fan who really likes Deftones, yeah. this is not the song I would pick as the their best really? song that they've ever made. I do love Deftones and I do love this song, but I think they're they've made better. What songs. song would you have picked? Uh, I would probably choose "House of Flies" uh, or maybe something else from uh, White Pony. Mm. Um, cause I really do think white pony is the best thing they've ever made. I don't really know too much of their music. I'm not a huge fan, but I know this song and this song is, it's good. Um, it's good. Absolutely. And Chich- uh, Chino Moreno yep. is a, a talented sure. singer. Eh, okay. Uh, I don't know if I can agree with that. I, but. I, in my opinion, I think he is. And I like some of his uh, side stuff too. So, okay. Um, but this is not the song I would have picked for the band to, to be represented by if they are, only have one song on this list. Okay. This is a band that's never that's never made any sense to me at all. Yeah, I do not understand why people like Deftones. I don't get it in the slightest. Uh, they sound like <laughs> shit to me from beginning to end. Um, oh wow! I, like I do not get it. And <laughs> ang- uh, angry words. <laughs> I I just like I'm not like really trying. Like if you dig him, you go nuts. I don't care. But right. like I've tried to give him a shot multiple times through the decades, and every time yeah. I do, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, <laughs> I have never understood that. It's, and it's a sad, angry uh, white boy yep. music. You call and it. What's uh what also what's uh Stephen uh what's the guitarist name uh Stevens. He's a flat earther, so you know, fuck that guy. Oh, is he? <laughs> is he really? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. I think so. One of them, I'm pretty sure is. I'm pretty. Now sure his guitar is. playing is flat to me. Yeah. Womp womp. All right. Womp. Uh, all right, Dave, you ready to take the next ten? 
Oh yeah, it's me now. Uh, number seventy nine, balls to the wall. I accept. Yeah, I accept uh, this. Uh, it's uh, that's it's a song. There's. <laughs> it's a classic. I've never uh, heard of this band. You never heard except. You, you probably you know have, you know even if song. you don't know it. I don't think so. You have to know. You've uh, heard the song, even if you didn't know it. It's fine. I'm looking, it's I'm okay. looking at their. I'm looking at their list, and I don't recognize any other song of it's theirs. It's the uh, the epitome of nineteen mid nineteen eighties toxic masculinity in metal. Yeah, I don't think I've heard the song. Wow. All right. Well, you learn something new every day, then. Every day. What's next? Seventy-eight is Concubine by Converge. This is a band that I really don't know. This is a band so. I don't know at all, but. I know I have one album from them. I think the Jane Doe album, which I, I've listened to, but I couldn't remember any tracks off of it. But I never even heard of this band. This either. feels like one of those bands that they oh converge are popular. People know who they are. They're like that influential band. So we got to put a song on there. All right. Yep. Seventy-seven, Jesus Christ pose by Soundgarden. Ooh. Uh, let's seventy-seven. That's way and too this... not not low enough for me. <laughs> I. Are you uh, saying you don't like this? No, song, I love this song. You don't like Soundgarden. I oh. I love. I, Carrie, I think Carrie is using opposite terminology than I would use. Uh, like, is this song too low on the list for you? No, it's too high on the list for me. The, y'all are, the that's list. what I, the, okay let me clarify yep. y'all are using y'all y'all scale is in opposite directions yeah because we're talking about okay. we're talking about 77 that's higher than where it should be you know what i mean i'm confused george you're thinking of that as it's lower than it should be uh-huh. Y'all's scale is going opposite. <laughs> so I, I, I still don't know if Carrie likes the song or not. Oh no, he, I do. He's saying the number he's saying the number that precedes it should be smaller. Yes. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what he's saying. I I really, really like the first couple of Soundgarden albums, Louder Than Love and uh Jesus Christ Pose. It's I I really I really do love this track. I I Soundgarden back in the day were phenomenal. Nobody could compare to them. I was a, I'm a, I was a Soundgarden fan all the way through. Like I love um, all their material. Yeah, I mean even their um, the radio friendly stuff was still good too. You know. And and I, I Cornell was an artist that I I felt was kind of I don't know why exactly I couldn't point to a lot of reasons, but Chris Cornell always felt like a significant artist to me. Yeah. No. Um, agreed. Per, to, to me personally, um, and I, I, no, no one sings like him anymore. No, um, no one can. No one can. <laughs> so, I, Soundgarden absolutely deserves to be on multiple places on this list. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this is a good song. I think this is okay. Seventy six, a fine day to die by Bathory. This feels like a good pick in the right place to me. Okay. Just intuitively, I am not. A, I'm not as big of a uh, like a Bathory fan as a lot of my 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 friends are. I really don't know their catalog as well as I probably should. I thought you were saying Battery. Bathory, but you were saying Bathory, like Countess Bathory, like Countess. Yeah. I, I thought you were just saying it like like with a list on purpose or something. I I, I can't mm. help my list, but um, 
But it was Dave who said it, no. not you. Yeah. Um, so I like uh, Bathory's early material. Yeah. Uh, they once they went like super like Viking sure. kind of. I don't know what what they did. They went real proggy. Viking metal for that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I don't care for that stuff as much. But this early material I like, and Bloodfire Death is a kick-ass album to me. Yeah. Um. So um, I like this song a lot, and like I said, I, I think that this is a, the right song in roughly the right spot on the list. Cool. So, cool. I I agree Where, on that one. Seventy-five. Youth Gone Wild. Skid Row. Um. Now. Whoa. Is this the song you would pick for Skid Row? Um. No. Uh, just because of how recognizable it is, probably. But um, the their other two bigger songs... More so than 18 in Life? <sighs> that 18 in Life is sort of overdone. No, to though. me, this is this is the Skid Row song. To yeah. Me, this, actually. this is the, the raw and raucest Skid Row you want to hear. Mm. Um, I, I liked Skid Row. I loved that first couple albums from them. Um, I like some of that. They were they were one that I I never really uh, got into. I associated them so much with like hair metal and stuff. Yeah. But in more recent years, I'm like they weren't really exactly that. They were mm-hmm. they were much more a traditional hard rock band. They're a rock and roll uh, band. Yeah. And and they're and they were good. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. You know, they I never I never paid that much attention to them until fairly recently. It's like oh, okay, this was actually a pretty solid group here so uh 74 chopped in half by obituary Mm. uh i can't remember what song this is yeah my my first first thing i hear when i when i when i hear obituary is i don't care that's the song that pops in my mind i don't know i mean i know chopped in half i had to go back and listen to it but I mean, it's a it's a great album, Cause of Death, but I don't know if if it's like their defining track. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll have to go look at some set list. Do they play this track on the on when they when they come back from from their encore? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. But it's good. Uh. Seventy three, Du Hast by Rammstein. Du Hast Mish. Yeah, um, it's the only song I know. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I know Dave, you went and saw them recently live, right? I did, and it was one of the most incredible shows I've ever been to. I just don't, I just don't know a lot of their music, but uh, I definitely, I can, I see where and why this song has importance, and I'm okay where it is on the list. I think I am too. I'm kind of. I was. I was like. I don't know if maybe it needs to be a little further down or whatever. But I don't mm. know that it does. I think this is okay. Um, I don't think this is the Rammstein song I would have put on the list. Mm. But I understand why it's the Rammstein song that's what, on the list. What song would have you put on um, the list? Uh, I don't know. Maybe "Du Rich So Gut" is. I might have done mm. that one. Um, I don't know. There's. A, I guess there's. But this is song angle. I pro- ang- angle. I, I know. That, I, okay, that I do know that song. It, but this is like the the track everybody knows, though. You know, like right. Do Hoss. That's why. I, that's why it's the one that's on here. Yeah, I, mean, I will tell you this, Carrie. Um, like, I I enjoyed Rammstein um, 
back like in high school yeah. and stuff around that time. And then I, I kind of stopped following them. But I did go to that show several months back. Right. It was one of those like, this is an opportunity that's presented itself. This is a show that I need to see as a guy who goes to concerts and <laughs> sees spectacles and stuff. This is a show I need to see. Yeah. I will tell you, their music is made for the live experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it complete like if you if you even like kind of like them, if you see them perform that music live, it's like oh this is what the music is made for. It's for this environment. Gotcha. Um, it's per- it's perfect live. Uh, the simplicity of it is really good in a big arena. The yeah. So I can I can definitely imagine that. All right. So yeah. Cool. Uh, Seventy-two. You suffer napalm death. Shortest track on on this list, and I don't think this is anywhere near the uh, the right song to pick from napalm death. So for the children, right? Um, greed killing. This is money better fucking songs, but you suffer. It's it's like it's like a George. Do you know this song? No, I do not. It's very short. Can you guess how short it is? Uh, 30 seconds. Uh, too long. Oh, man. Way too long. <laughs> 10 seconds. Too long. Way too long. <laughs> Five seconds. Too long. Too long. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play it. There you go. You heard oh, it. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was like two seconds. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> now do you... I mean, it, it's a re- Wait, and why is that on this list? But the great question. Why? Probably for <laughs> that very effect. I mean, like because it was uh, unlike anything that anyone's ever done before. I guess it's kind of like that moment from uh, Scott Pilgrim. Did anyone ever see that movie? Yeah. When, when the band, the other band during the Battle of the Bands, played that really short song. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was like it was like three notes or something like that. That's what that reminded me of. Well, I'm gonna put that on my liked songs list. <laughs> listen to it over well, all three, all, all three listen seconds. Listen to it of over it. and over and over and over. <laughs> um, I right, what's next? Number seventy-one, "Blood and Thunder" by Mastodon. Hmm. You know, uh, good song. Good song. I agree on this placement. Yeah, I think this is all right. George, you have any thoughts on that? Um, I like Mastodon. I like this song. Don't know if it's my favorite Mastodon song. I think it is my favorite. I think this. I think this is a song. If if we're if we're going by, uh, this is Rolling Stones. Hey, we're introducing you to some stuff. Idea behind this yep. list. I think that this song kind of tells you who Mastodon is, though. I would agree with that sentiment. Yeah, absolutely. So, cool. Uh, yeah. Seventy. <laughs> Flying whales. Glad we, by glad we agreed. Yeah, we came to an agreement. I'm moving on. I'm going to call it a win and move on. <laughs> so, number seventy, Flying Whales by Gojira. Gojira is a band that never. I don't really, think I've heard this song from them. They never really clicked for me mm-hmm. until until Magma. Their album Magma is very good. Um, I've seen them live. And I think I have too at some point. Um, I think everybody's seen oh, them wow. at some point, but I couldn't place it. They're a talented band. Uh, just some of the music was just um, when they got more progressive later in their career is when I started liking them a little bit more. Yeah, I, I never, I didn't hear of this band until they came out with that uh, song La Font Sauvage. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That was the first song of theirs I've heard, and that's the one that stuck with me the most, which I'm surprised that that's not on here versus Flying Whales. I know my buddy Mark, um, he's really into this band, so they have a lot of fans. I can understand it. I can understand, like, like I said, once Magma came out and I was like, oh, I actually really enjoy this album, it's kind of... yeah. That happens to me a lot, where I finally get something just from clicks. a band that clicks for yeah. me, and it makes the other stuff around it click mm-hmm. more as well. That's like, I mean, more sense. Like Carrie, like this is almost sounds blasphemous, but I saw Nevermore live three times before I liked and enjoyed Nevermore. Yeah. What What um, was that defining moment? When I bought a copy of Dead Heart in a Dead World mm. and listened to it. Was there, um, was there a certain was, track? It was that whole album. The hell album, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love that album. It was it was that one and maybe Enemies of Reality, because I think I got them like back-to-back, mm. but both of those album, albums are so so good straight through. Enemies of Reality, they, they was that the, the, that's the album they had to remaster and release because like, the first version that came out had bad production? I had both versions of it, and I didn't think the original was that bad. Yeah. But... Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Anyway, we're getting real off in the weeds now. <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, Carrie, uh, we're at number 69. Yeah, we got a long nice. ways to go. Nice. 69, dude. Um, evil, Merciful Fate. George's favorite fucking singer, King Diamond. Um, I definitely uh, a watershed moment for the style of music. Um Merciful Fate are, are legends. Um, I would have put this lower on the list. Well, okay, I'm going to switch to you guys. I'm going to say higher. It should be probably <laughs> in the 30s, in my opinion. Um, okay. Because it's a very influential track. Early ni- 1983, you know what I mean? It's early in this style, and it just it, the riffing is great. Uh, the production of the early 80s, that's what it is. But um, fucking Merciful Fade, man, is great. Uh, okay. Moving on here, 68, Running With The Devil. I just saw a meme today about this. Van Halen. Um, I don't know if this would be on a... It should be on a metal list. I think it's... it's I mean, if some other songs are on this list... Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem with that classification, but uh, God, it wouldn't be here. It probably wouldn't be on my list at all. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be this high on my list if it was on my list. But if I'm making a list of iconic hard rock and heavy metal songs, it makes sense. It does. It does make sense. Yeah. I mean, I nothing against Van Halen or Van Hagar. Actually. I like some of that Van Hagar stuff a lot. So, I honestly prefer the Hagar. I do too. To Unpopular opinions, but uh, I am agreeing with you. Uh, number and I, I, I saw Van Halen once with Gary Sharon. Oh no, <laughs> I dude, I like Gary Sharon. I'm a big fan of Extreme. I will be honest with you, but uh, he, yeah, he didn't fit that band. Mm-hmm. Um, number 67 is blind by corn. Um, they're not going on my list They're Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I know why they're on here. Um, they were pretty seminal for me in high school, at least their first 
to the I can albums. I can definitely see this. Um it's I I mean I I'm not going to say that I never liked them cuz I did. I liked for their first couple of albums a lot, but um I don't know if I would I don't really listen to them anymore. So I don't know if they, they would go on my list, but let's move on. Um <laughs> And that was That's that. that. <laughs> uh, number 66 is Bang Your Head Metal Health by Quiet Riot. Um, quintessential fucking it's a pretty good heavy song. metal track right here. Um, Absolutely. That and Come On, Feel the Noise. Um, you know, Kevin Dubrow, May He Rest in Peace. Uh, one of the great vocalists of that time. Great, great band. I, they don't. I don't know if they get enough respect for what they did. I think that they're. I think they're another one that got lost in the the haze of hair metal. Sure. Um, that like that wasn't really who they were. Yeah. But I think they got lost in it. So. I mean, I don't know anything else besides those two songs. Right. Like, come on, feel the noise and banger. Well, you probably never listened to their album the entire. You just heard them on the radio, you know. Uh, I've listened to that one album that those two songs are on, and those are the two songs I like. Okay, Uh, okay, moving on. Number 65 is Over My Head by King's X from 1989. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm really surprised to see King's X on this I am too. King's X is one of the most underrated bands um, in this genre, and especially to ever come out of Houston. Uh, Local Mm -hmm. guys, yeah. Houston? Um, yeah. they've oh, been around cool. for a long time. I've seen them live multiple times. King's X puts out great fucking music. Um, their harmonies are, are second to none. Um, if you have not listened, 1985 relocated to Houston, yep. Texas. Yeah. Look at that. Um, I've met Doug Pinnock before. Cryptos used to live with him for a while. Uh, did he really? Yeah. Uh, he's a good friend huh. of him, but yeah. Um, I, I really like, uh, Doug Pinnock didn't, this is going away, but, did an album with the guitar player from Trouble uh, called Super Shine. Mm. If you haven't heard that, it's like listening to the band Trouble with Doug Pinnock singing on it. That's what it is. It's amazing. Smooth. Yeah, it really is smooth. Doug Pinnock is smooth. He is. Uh, One of the greatest vocalists yeah. out there. That Very underrated. The dude's old, too. Now he's like in his 70s, man. Kids. He's like 72, yeah. 73, something like that. And they're still touring. He's in great shape, it seems they like. They got too. an album that came out in 2022. They did, yeah. Which is what this song is from? No, it's from like no. 89. No. 89, got it. Uh, all right, moving on. Number 64 is Black Number One, Little Miss Scare All, Typo Negative. Um, this has got to be the full yeah, 11, fine. 12 minute version uh, because there's no other version, in my opinion. Um, so I don't know if typo negative is going to show up on this list again because I haven't looked past this point. Uh, Spoiler: I don't think far. they are. Um, they should be higher, and yep. it shouldn't be a different song. I don't have a problem with this song. This I is don't a either. Great song. Um, but what, what uh, song should it be? Yeah, what song would you put? Um, Christian Woman, um, off the same album. Um, but I feel like that wait, one. Wait, wait, is, sorry. That's what I was thinking of. Did I, I, okay. I read Black Number One, but I was thinking Christian Woman in my mind. That's like, I want the full version of that song, but yeah. The, well, in those two songs, they kind of go together in a weird mm-hmm. way. No, yeah. I don't think they're supposed to. I don't think they're intended to, but they kind of 
fit together. Uh, but I feel like Christian Woman better encapsulates what type of negative is about. This, this song is more of the sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that iconic, yeah, that I, I, ironic and, and sardonic, yeah. you know, version that they had. That started way back and even was like uh, Carnivore, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I would say... Type of negative should be higher on the list, though. I would say if I had to pick another track from this band... It would be "Love You to Death" from October Rust. Yeah, that was gonna be the that was gonna be the next one that I mentioned. Yeah, but, uh, and yeah. Uh, and Christmas Red Water Christmas Morning. There's that song Oof. has yeah. <laughs> definitely a lot of uh, um, a lot of special history with me. All right, oh number sixty three. I mentioned this band earlier. Blue Cheer, Summertime Blues. Uh, one of the first uh, proto metal bands, one of the first, quite possibly the first heavy metal band. Um, some of the first use of like heavy distortion in a, in in a popular band. This is from nineteen sixty eight. Good good track. I agree on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number sixty two is Dragonaut from Sleep. Um, I really really see why. Yeah. Why is typo negative lower than? Dragonaut by Sleep. No, agreed. I I liked I liked this album, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Dragonaut's the only song that I really think about when when somebody says the band Sleep, Holy Mountain. I'm like, oh yeah, Dragonaut. Um, but yeah, I I think this is properly placed. But yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's fine. Not over typo negative though. But uh, okay. 61 from 2003 is We Will Rise. This seems like a controversial pick. From Arch Enemy. Why is it controversial? What's your opinion? Uh, this, I don't know. I, I guess, again, I understand why this is the track, because I feel like it's the one that made Arch Enemy a name. Uh, this is their fuck shit up song, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the... Yeah. Let's get the pit going. This is like uh, gang vocals and shit. Yeah, this it's a good track, but it's not definitely the best in the career in their career. Yeah, I've never been an Arch Enemy fan. I was an Arch Enemy fan yeah. th- through the Angela Gossow. Yeah, me too. Years. I, uh, nothing I wrong like... with what they're doing now. I just don't think um, Alyssa White Glut Glutes, whatever you say your name is. I don't like her harsh vocals, but I do like her clean vocals. When she does clean vocals, I'm like, oh, these are really good. But I'm just not a fan of her 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 delivery. Let's just say that. I just feel like after the what this album did and this song did for them turned into a monster, which is the thing that they are now, and I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. I I don't like I don't like what they've become. Yep. Um, I they've become really douchebaggy and. Uh, <laughs> Like, I hear things, and I'm I'm not thrilled with the kind of people that it speaks to them being the things that I hear. Mm. I'll just put it that way. All right. So, um, that's a great segue to the next song, number sixty. People is are shit. People equal shit from Slipknot. Um, here's all I'm going to say is, I've seen Slipknot live back in the late '90s when uh, on the first Ozfest tour. And I'm like, oh okay, '90s. Yeah. You sure it wasn't early 2000s? It was like 99 or 2000, something like that. Okay. Um, I was on their street team in 2000. So. Might have been 2000. 
But uh, I've never been a huge fan of Slipknot. I can appreciate and I know what they're doing. Um, and, I, and I can't admit they have a couple of good songs here and there, but I don't know if this is one of them. No, this is, I don't this think is one of those let's repeat song. people equal shit over and over and over. And I, that that such um, sloppy songwriting to me, it just annoys me when bands think, do that. I uh, think Spit It Out or Sick or... Spit It Out, uh, I know that track. That's good. Or uh, wait and bleed. Oh, okay, like, those are all, those are all like seminal tracks from that band. I would say. And uh, yeah, those are all better tracks than this. But I will say that Joey Jordison, he's a phenomenal drummer. He's uh his uh his style was like very hard to duplicate. You know, nobody else was really doing that kind of stuff in that type of music. All right. Um, all right. We're going to number 59. George, you ready? Sure. Uh, Freezing Moon by Mayhem. Never. Have you ever heard this song? No. <laughs> I don't think so. You won't like it. Nope. You won't. <laughs> um, All right. Next up. Oh, hold on. <laughs> this is... I don't know about this spot on the list. This is a weird one to me because mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised that it's here, to be honest with you. And so now that it's here, I'm like, okay, am I comfortable with where it is on the list? Um, it just seems odd to me that this shows up on a Rolling Stone yeah. 100 is it list. Cause it, is it because they're like at a number black 50, metal band? Yeah, they were one of the black metal bands, yes. Uh, mm. They were at the... they. At the center of the controversies and all of that. <laughs> oh, it's uh, during like the uh, church oh, burning yeah. stuff. May- yeah, yeah, uh huh. And the murders and the suicides yeah. and all of that. Yeah. All right. Maybe that's why they're on this list at that high because of their notoriety. Maybe. 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 Next, Sepultura. Refuse, resist. Ooh, okay. Yeah. This one definitely deserves to be on the list. Uh, maybe this is the right spot for it. I'm not sure. I would put it around here. I mean, I don't. I don't remember if there's any more Sepultura on this on this list. But um, I Sepultura is that one of those bands that they have very iconic tracks in my mind. Uh, Territory, root, even Roots, Bloody Roots, um, Dead Embryonic Cells, anything from like those first couple of albums are really fucking mm-hmm. great shit. Um, but, um, I, I, I like this track quite a bit. Um, so it's hard to, it's hard to like, Oh, we can only pick one Sepultura song. What is it? And this might be, uh, this is again, this yeah. is the iconic Sepultura song. It's a, it's you a, know, combi- it's a combination too. of their Brazilian, uh, style being heavy, uh, still having that thrash, element to it but also moving into the new direction they were going into as well you know but it, it does it mm-hmm. adds all of it yeah okay i'll agree next up uh the cry of mankind by my dying bride mm-hmm. okay never heard of this band i sounds like oh. a ball metal band Oh no no no! My dying bride is not a mall metal band. No, uh, they they are uh, the band's name sounds like a they are metal depressive band. fucking violin field funeral. Well, I don't say funeral doom, but doom. They're go- okay. They're gothic doom. funeral doom. Can we do that? Sure, gothic uh, funeral doom with violin. This is a fucking great band. I love this band. 
But um, is this the best track? It's this isn't the track though. No, it's twelve minutes and it repeats like the guitar riff over and over and over for like four or five minutes at the end of a track. Which can be done well. There are examples that I could cite yeah. where that's done well. Um, um, but this just isn't the song for me. Like, um, does My Dying Bride deserve to be on a top 100 metal list? Yes, absolutely. But, uh, man, I would have picked something, you know, from the last Twenty years. <laughs> um, like they've done a lot of great stuff. They've done good stuff since 1995. Yep. Um, so their version of "Roads" is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's so great. Um, all right, moving on. Number fifty-six, please. Bark at the Moon, Ozzy Osbourne. Iconic, okay. iconic Ozzy. I like yeah, this. Song I would actually so. put this yeah. higher on the list because this is a great track. I think that would be justified. Yeah, we're all agreed. So, all right, moving on then. Moving on. Okay, here's where uh, caffeine, faith no more. Here's where I I wholeheartedly disagree about this track. <laughs> um, I I like this album. Uh, Angel Dust is a why? Did, why do you disagree on this? Because. Track? Their best and most um, well-known song is Epic. Yeah. That song should be here instead of Caffeine. Caffeine's a good track. It's not even the best track on that album. So, I mean, King for the with the King for a Day, whatever that album. Full for I can't think of the name of the song, the album now, but it's better than. I, and I, don't get me wrong, I I like this track, but anything off of their first album, like Surprise You're Dead or Midlife Crisis is better than this track from Out of Nowhere. It, this is not their best song, and, it, and it's sort of frustrating that it, it's been picked. Okay. Dave, any retort? Not really. Okay. Moving on. Uh, photograph you hear, by Nickelback. You hear, def- I'm sorry, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> just joking, everybody. It's a carry. When um, the yesterday, when I was having my root canal done, I had my headphones on, my my earbuds, and I was listening to this playlist, and it got to this track on the playlist, and I couldn't stop it, and they were drilling into my head at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it was like double torture. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Um, this is perfect. A living metaphor. <laughs> I mean, this song, comparatively in their in their career, this is not their worst song. This is an okay song. Um, the next album, when you get not better than Pour Some Sugar no, on oh Me. Oh God, that era. I I fucking hate that era of their of that that band. Um, so this, this, I'm at least okay. I'm like, I, I can deal with this track a little bit more, you know? Okay. Going up next. Oh, no. I dropped the... I lost the list. Hold on a second. Two seconds. Uh, I definitely... Uh, oh, here we go. I, got I definitely it. disagree with 46 this track. And, 46 and 2, Tool. I've never heard this track that I know of before this. Really? Um that's a very famous song. Is it song, really? I don't think it's their famous. I don't think it's their famous song. I would say Schism is probably way more famous and better than. This I would song. say Sober. I don't think it's better. I think it's more famous, but I don't think it's better. 
I don't know. Schism. I don't know. I, maybe because I like the story of Schism more. What about and, what about uh, Sober? And I, and Sober's great. I think it's also, but I still think Schism's better and better produced. Do you agree with this track and in, in its location? It's fine. I believe they belong somewhere on the list. I'd have picked a different track and put it higher, mm-hmm. uh, but that's me. What track were you would have picked? Um. Maybe sober, like you said, or prison sex. Oh yeah, prison um, sex. I forgot about that one. Um, I don't think or, about prison sex that often, though. Well, <laughs> you're also like not really like a Tool fan, though. True. Right? I mean, I do. I can. I can appreciate them, but I'm not like a, a like like I'm definitely not a fan. I I'll put I will say this: Tool fans can be insufferable, pretentious. But uh, uh, I I do like. A lot. Of, I do like most of their material. This last album was garbage. I went and saw Pucifer uh, last year with my friend Mark. Does that count? Yep. Kind of. Close enough. Yeah. You're in. You're in doctrine now. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, I think uh, I think a different track and higher on the list. That's my take. Cool. Next up, Deliverance. By Opeth. Okay. This song, way higher on the list. Yes. Um, Top twenty on this, this list. is this is one of my favorite metal songs ever. This I I, I cannot agree with you more. This song, the last. This is okay, Carrie. You were saying just a minute ago yep. about how my dying bride like wrote a riff for like four or five minutes straight. The this end is, of this song, yes, is like five to six minutes mm-hmm. of them writing one riff, and it kicks. All of the ass. The the uh, last five <laughs> minutes of this song is probably one of my favorite metal songs of all time. Yes. So this is a thirteen minute song, and it from from the jump, it is like just kicking your ass. <laughs> it is uh, it's heavy as fuck. It's melodic. It's clean. It's atmospheric. It is. This is the Opeth this, song. And this is the when, epitome of songwriting in metal. And every and when I when I go to see Opeth, I am going to see them play this song. <laughs> and if they don't, <laughs> I am disappointed. Um, this song live is like a whole other thing for yeah. me. Like it's it's a religious experience. This song live, I fucking love it. So this song way higher on the list. All right. Next up. Slate Man by Godflesh. Uh, um, I've never heard of no. this band. Yeah, I don't know this one either. I know Godflesh a little bit. I know they're. I'm, I've heard the band name, but I don't know shit about they, it. Uh, uh, they use a lot of inju- uh, like technical, like mechanical drums and stuff like that. A uh, lot of repeating patterns and things like that. But I know Godflesh, and I don't remember the song just by looking at it. I don't know this track. So Okay. All right. I think it's way, way too high on this list. If they even included it, I get why they included it like, oh, Godflesh, we have to put a song from them because they're they're, you know, but mm, no, I'm not going there. Alright. Next up, Procreation of the Wicked, Celtic Frost. Higher on the list for me. Never heard of this band either. 
I was going like to say like, I was going to say we were just talking about them, but I guess we were talking around them. Yeah, well, so. I get to see Trypticon, which is uh, Tom yeah. T. Warrior. He yeah. uh, he's doing a set of the first couple of Celtic Frost albums, which I'm sure they're going to fucking play this song because this is uh, one of their most popular songs, and I. Um, I think it should be higher on the list. It shouldn't be. Should it be in the middle? I don't have a strong opinion. So. Okay. And uh, oh. last one for me. Oh, what? 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 I was getting ready what? to take over. Oh, and uh, was that not my? Do I not have one more? I'm sorry. Did I miscount? Yep, that was fifty. Yep. Oh, so Dave okay. takes over forty nine. Sure. 49. Fine. Just one fix by Ministry. Um, um, I'll let people who are have had more exposure to Ministry take this one. Okay. That would be me. Um, I am a huge Ministry fanboy. Always have been. Um, I really like this album, um, Psalm 69. The Way to Succeed in How to Suck Eggs, something like that, whatever it's called, the full version. Um, what'd you say exactly what I said you heard me um, but epitome of um, I'm going to pull I want to pull something from the mind of the terrible thing to taste I would say burning inside are, are so what maybe thieves uh, even from this album I would put um, NWO maybe but, you know, one of their most popular songs didn't even have fucking Al Jerkinson singing on it, which was Jesus Built My Hot Rod. Um, and that was the singer from Butthole Surfer singing on that track. All right. I guess I never knew yeah. that. But again, I'm not, I don't follow ministry that closely. Uh, so. Gib- Gibby Haynes. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really good stuff in the ministry um, in in their, their career. So, um. Fine, I'll, I'll approve this. They can they All can right. proceed. I'm sure I'm sure Rolling Stone was waiting the, for it. The, now they can. All right, they can hit publish now. Yep. Forty eight. Walk in the shadows by Queensrÿche. Um, Queensrÿche belongs on this list. This uh, not this track. I'm trying to remember which track this is. Honestly, it's a good track, but um, here I am. I am a Queensrÿche fan. I really like old Queensrÿche. Um, if you want the the epitome of what Queensrÿche was and originally, you got to go with Queen of the Reich. Um, even from this album, um, I would say I don't know. This is because this is from their second album, I believe. Rage for Order, yeah. I, yeah, Rage. For I would Order. go. Okay, so. Hmm. I would maybe say I don't believe in love from Operation Mindcrime. Oh, it's sad. I feel like any anything off of Operation Mindcrime. Yeah. Um, anything off of Empire or uh, what? What is that? The name of that album? Empire. Yeah. That song is on. Yeah. Okay. Is it Empire Strikes mm, Back? It can. No. I mean, if you okay. Want. Jet City Woman, Another Rainy Night, Empire, the track, Silent Lucidity, which was. Mm. You know their acoustic, the huge, hit. the huge yeah. hit, um, best I can. There's a lot. There's a, a lot of great tracks. Good stuff. 
But mm-hmm. um, if I was going to say the, the one Queen's Rag song you have to hear, I don't know if it would be Walk in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Uh, for, are we I'm still on me? 47, uh, Locust Star Neurosis. <laughs> Neurosis is a band that I never paid any attention to at all no. until fairly recently. Yeah. Um, and that because of their pedigree, I guess, their, uh, uh, they were, they've been an influential band for a lot of people. Their notoriety. I've never... Yeah, I've never really spent much time with them. Mm-hmm. As such, I don't have a really strong opinion. About I'm this one. I'm exactly with you. I've listened to them before, but I don't have a strong opinion. And I know George cool. doesn't, so we'll just move on. Forty six Night Goat Melvins. Um, this is sim- This is similar. Uh, my my take on this one. So yeah, I don't really know. I like I like Melvins. I do too. I don't know a lot of their stuff, but um, is. I don't know. I'm looking at Spotify, and I guess I've liked one song, but it's a cover song, so that doesn't that doesn't count. Um, I'm going to say the same thing as just about Neurosis. Melvin's. I know music from the band, but it's never been um, something I've really paid attention to a lot. What about you, George? Do you have a favorite uh, song from Melvin's? If you know, if you know them better than we do. I don't know them better than you do, but I maybe Honey Bucket is probably mm-hmm. the one that comes to mind. But that's about it. That's their first album is the only album I really listened to. Okay, that Houdini album, right? Because right. people, you know, don't really consider them like a heavy band, but they had some heavy stuff, heavy music. All right, mm-hmm. moving on. Uh, forty-five Symphony of Destruction by Megadeth. Mm, here's where we start getting. I have feelings about this one. Here's where we start getting to some thrashy stuff. Um, I, this so, this song should definitely be higher on the list. I disagree. This is <laughs> this is one of really like okay. I'm I I'm the biggest Megadeth fan at the table right now. Um, I would wager maybe. Um, this is one of my least favorite known Megadeth oh, wow. songs. I I, I really much, like this. Song. I don't much care for this song. Really, uh, it's it's fine. Like it's an okay song, but that it gets the attention that mm-hmm. it does. I get it. Is c- kind of bugs me because of how simple the song. I is. bet you would love Arch Enemy's um, cover of it. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I like Hangar Eighteen. Is that? See, Hangar 18 should be on this list and much higher. Yep. Anything off of Rust, Rust in Peace, Peace should be could be on this list and like in a top 20. Top 10. Top the, 10 the, the top 10 of those lists should be just Rust in Peace. <laughs> That's like have you seen have you seen there's a there's a an onion article that that the headline is something to the effect of uh, mankind continues to create art as if Rust in Peace didn't already exist. I have seen that. <laughs> love that <laughs> all right let's move on uh 44 green machine caius yeah i i know this album i know the song um i i know why it's here they're very uh influential very influential in the stone yeah so area uh and this is probably one of their best songs you know 
I don't have a strong opinion on this one either. All right. So. Um, can, it's a good cool. album. We can just skip the next one if we want. <laughs> well, should we not even mention why it's on this list? So I think it's on the list for the same reason like Kitty was on this list because I guess they feel like they need to add as much female uh, heavy metal or I guess metal artists that were perceived at the time that were at their height at one point. Okay, um, I get that. So let me. Uh, I'm going to take this. One okay, please. Because. This is number 43 is Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. Uh, this song doesn't need to be on this list. I'll just go ahead and say that. Um, so I actually followed Evanescence when they were a local band in Little Rock when I was going to school in Arkansas. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, before they got signed, uh, I was going to shows of theirs. And like, I actually have the album that they put out before they got signed to the record label they actually were good um they they truly were and then they got signed and they got put through the uh, mm-hmm. the production machine sure and uh it really gutted a lot of what they were about i think and this song in particular this weird like featuring some guy you've never heard of uh rapping thing uh, yeah. Um, so like as a guy who, like I was, I was a fan of them as a local band. Um, and then they got signed. I was like, Oh, that's cool. That's great. And then this was the first thing that came out from it. And it's like, Oh, what, what happened? The fuck. What the fuck <laughs> happened? Um, what did happen? There's so many and, more better bands that are in this what they're trying to be epica nightwish um there's a couple there's another band i can't think of that that i don't even really consider them in the same category as those bands i don't think that what they're doing is yeah yeah similar they're, enough um, it was very that they really when they got before before they were signed they were way less new metally okay um so <laughs> tell you can i tell you can I tell you a little story oh yeah i I asked Amy Lee out actually, uh, <laughs> and got turned down because she was dating the guitarist. <laughs> wow! <laughs> um, I've never done that, but yeah, um, I'm, I we I met the band several times, you know, because they were a local band, and I was going to their shows and uh, all that shit. But I don't think this. I don't think they need to be on this list at all. Um, we can agree on all that. that. All that said, uh, they don't need to be here. We all agree on that. Um, one. Ooh, 42, Mm -hmm. Curse You All Men by Emperor. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Um, Oh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, tickle my geek because it's relevant here. I have gotten confirmation that I will be going to see Emperor (gasps) this summer. Really? Yes. Nice. That that would be killer. I'm very excited. That's in Dallas, right? Very excited. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. So, uh... Uh, so I'm absolutely putting Emperor on this list. This is a good song. Is it the song? Uh, it might as well be, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a lot that you could choose. Um, is this the right place for it? Roughly. I think this is okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay yeah. with this here. It's, it's, um, it's, a, it's definitely an iconic track. Um, 
it's my it's my like i think what i go by it's like this is the first track in my mind when i think of emperor you know what i mean you think so i think so okay what 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 pops up in your mind uh well because i mean this is from nine equilibrium yeah which like they're they're almost to the end of their career at this point um so like the loss and curse of reverence that's a good track uh that would be one that i would i would think would be more likely to show up here um okay anthems to the vulcan i don't know they're I and the Black Wizards, ye in Transipitium. <laughs> yeah, in Transipitium. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's tons of good stuff that could be here, and I think this is just as fine a pick as many of them. So that's cool. All right, let's move on then. Uh, another iconic track at 41, mm. Bleed by Meshuggah. It's another one of those bands that uh, I'm pretty, I get bored by them. Yeah, I kind of do too. Like, I'm, I guess I'm glad they're around and doing what they yeah. do, but like. I can only take so so much. <laughs> I, I get that you play these weird offbeat things, um, but um, they they just get boring to me. I even have like an autographed CD from them. I don't know how I got that, like like an EP or something. But George, you like you? They're kind of a these band, right? They're kind of a one trick pony. Mm-hmm. They're fine. I um, I couldn't tell you a, a name of the song from the band because i don't listen to them regularly but i've heard them before they are fine they've come through my radio suggested list when i listen to spotify from time to time and sometimes i skip it sometimes i don't yeah i'm i kind of do the same thing honestly so we good on Meshuggah then we're good we're good All right. 40, Victim of Changes by Judas Priest. This feels like a controversial Goodness, we got 40 pick. more to go through. <laughs> it feels like what, uh, Dave? It feels a little controversial, This, both the song and the location. Why the controversial? Because uh, it's not another thing coming. Uh, or something <laughs> of similar caliber and time period. And I... I okay. <laughs> Spoilers, are they going to show up again on the list? Yes. Okay, then this is fine. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> is it breaking the law? Um, I don't... I, I, we'll find out when we get there. No. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Back to you, Carrie. Okay. I'm going to take a quick little break here. We're about to hit two minutes. Two hours, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Two minutes. Um, so it's give me an alert. So... Ooh, do we do we need to two part this one? Well, we can't. It's Uh-oh. getting late. It won't be until next month. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do. We skip to the top ten. We can't do that. Oh, we can't. It's still going to put us over two min- or two hours. I'll tell you that much. We're all recording, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm recording my end. Okay. This is going to be a pain in the ass. Okay. Let's see what happens. Okay, let's keep on going, all right? Keep on going. All right. Uh, number 39. We're going to we're gonna sort of power through a lot of these because a lot of these are start, you're going to start seeing a lot of repeated bands. I'll be honest. Uh, number 39, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Metallica. Woo-hoo. 
first time on the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, g- definitely a good track. 1984. One of their best tracks. Um, 38, Killing in the Name from Rage Against the Machine. Also a good mm, track. Okay. I don't know about that one. I'm cool with it. I'm okay. I wouldn't put it. Th- I wouldn't put them this high, but uh, this is cool. Yep, that's fine. Uh, number thirty-seven is Chop Suey from System of a Down. Not the uh, song I would pick for them, but same. it is their most famous song. I, yeah, I, it's not the one I would pick either, and they wouldn't be this high up on my list. Yeah, I agree. So. I like the first album. There was some good stuff on there, but yeah. Uh, number thirty-six, Rocky Like a Hurricane from the Scorps. See, this doesn't surprise me at all to see this here. No, me either. So that seems right. Oh, wow. We have, okay. I just looked at what's next. So we got number 35. Metallica back to back. Yeah, Fade to Black from Metallica. Another good Metallica track. I can get down with this one. The people who are writing the article at this point is like, man, we need to get some Metallica in here. They're definitely going to get some Metallica in here. Trust me. Um Number 34, Smoke on the Water from Deep Purple. They, one of the most iconic guitar riffs okay. of all time. This list is starting to feel like the list I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It, did, it gets very much into that. Um, I don't know. This is definitely not my favorite Deep Purple song. Um, I really... It's definitely a great song, though. Yeah, I, re- I really, really, really love Perfect Strangers. That's my favorite song from them, uh, Children of Time. No, it's Highway Star or Space Truck. About to man. Say, those are the two best songs they've ever both made. Both of those are really good. Hush. People forget about Hush in their early time. Hush. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. great. All right, moving on. Uh, number 33, second appearance of Lita Ford on this list. It's Kiss Me Deadly. I never heard of her. What? Where was she on the list before? Uh, Warlock. That was Doro Pesh. Oh yeah, you're right. Never mind. I think she was in that band though. Those are these. <laughs> okay, was she? I, no, she was in the Runaways. That's what it was. Lita Ford was in the Runaways. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Carrie, not all oh. not all blonde lady metal singers are the same person. Okay. Are you sure? What about what about Evanescence? <laughs> She's a brunette. Um, she also dyes her hair black. So. Number thirty-two is Mother. From Danzig. Mother. The only reason I know this song is because of Guitar Hero. I was going to say Beaver the Butthead. That's but a yeah. weird reason to be the only reason you know what this song is. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> I don't like Danzig very much. Oh, wow. I like Danzig a lot. So, at least the first couple of albums I do. Number 31, Heaven and Hell from Black Sabbath. Should be fucking much higher on the list. Um, yeah, it should this be. This is a great fucking track. Even the fourteen-minute live version they do, where they they just make it go on and on forever. Um, I don't. This one I don't know if I agree with. Um, number thirty is Inter Sandman by Metallica. Now, just going. God, okay. Can wow. we lay off for a minute? Like, it's like three songs. <laughs> no, okay. So close. Here's together. what I'm going to say about this track. This is might surprise people. This is. It's not my favorite Metallica track, but. But. Hold on. It says you can still finish this recording, but you won't be able to access your files. Upgrade your account to unlock unlimited record. Ah, oh, fuck. All right. We'll just keep on going. We're all recording, right? Just mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so here's what I'm going to say about Inter Sandman. It should be higher on the list. This is one of the most popular hard rock metal songs of all time, no matter what band, whoever. Um, but it's also the song that like lifted like Metallica into the yeah, stratosphere. Yeah, it did. Agreed. Like what what they are. So this right? song, this song should definitely probably be in the top twenties. Yeah, it definitely outranks what's coming next. Yep. Uh, oh, I see what's coming next. Walk from Pantera. I like Pantera. I a do lot, too. Um, I don't think Walk would be the song I would pick for them to be the best. Cowboys song. from Hell, hands down. Cowboys from Hell. Either that or Domination, right? Mm, Oof, Domination yeah. kicks ass. That's a good one. Like those are like their two best songs they've ever. Cemetery made. Gates is really good. <laughs> yeah. That's good too, but not as good as Domination or Cowboys. Primal no. Concrete Sledge. Fucking, fucking hostile. That's fucking hot. F- fucking hostile. Fucking yeah. hostile. That's yeah. Walk. I mean, Walk just had that. That has that. That drudgy it, sound. It to has it. That, that, That's that's what they were famous for, I guess. Yeah, that and it has like that, the sing along chorus type of deal, like like the the crowd. The, uh, the gang chorus and all that. I don't know. Not my favorite. Um, all right. Who's next? Do you, you want to pick it up? Uh, yes. I can get back to the list. One sec. <laughs> uh, all right. Next. Okay, spoiler. Uh, I totally Holy disagree. Wars, The Punishment Due by Megadeth. I don't think I've heard this song. Fuck you. You know. Oh, my God. Fuck off. Number 28? No. They are out of their goddamn minds putting it this fucking high on the list. This is top five of all time. Top five? Yeah. Okay. This sure. is this deserves to be much higher on the list. Agreed. Hey, but it's mega death, right? And, so and you get two, two songs in one. I mean, and one of the songs is about the fucking Punisher. I mean, come on. Okay. Next, Living After Midnight, Judas Priest. Iconic. Yeah. It's a song about gremlins, right? Yes. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, next up, I Am Evil by Diamond Am I Head. Evil? Oh, Am I'll I Evil? I'll be honest, Sorry, the first I time I heard it, I heard the Metallica version, which was different. Me and my old band, we used to actually try to cover this. But yeah, this is um, early, early proto-metal. Am I Evil? And Diamond Head are still going strong, man. Are they really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Next up, uh, "Rainbow in the Dark" by Dio. Mm-hmm. Number twenty-five. It's a fun. It's a fun song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, "South of Heaven," Slayer. Okay, here they're just going to start getting very Slayer heavy. Is it? Yeah, is it, it does really? a little bit. Um, this is That's this is definitely one of the best Slayer uh, songs. Um. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with this one. Okay. Yeah. Shout at the devil, Motley Crue. No. Um. Next. <laughs> shout. Shout. Maybe shout maybe lower on the list, but yeah, I can. It's a very anthemic uh, song from them. I wouldn't want to hear them perform right. it live now, but. Next up, caught in a mosh, Anthrax. Um. If this is the only other Anthrax song on the list, I'm happy. I might put it lower on the list, and just in my opinion, because I'm such a fanboy. But um, it is 
a classic fucking song from the band. All right. And the trooper Iron Maiden. I mean, do you know a more famous song from Iron Maiden? Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, Run to the Hills is the only other song I can think number of. Two minutes to midnight. Sense. Number of yep. the beast. Okay, uh, those are not famous songs. Bullshit. Me, I guess. <laughs> you just you just don't know enough for that. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, I meant by famous. This is a very iconic and very good Iron Maiden song. Uh, God, I almost feel like this one needs to be a little bit higher. But yeah, this isn't bad. Yeah, I'm okay with where it is, but I'm not. All right. We're gonna get to the top ten and be like, oh, all right. What what number that was, was that? number twenty one? Okay, so last for me on this one, Round and Round by Rat. Rat, yeah. Um, it's a fun great, song. It's a, it's a great song. I like Rat a lot. They get, they definitely... They play the strip club a lot. I'm sure they did. Got played at the strip club a lot. Um, I really like a lot of Rat music. A lot of it's really, really catchy, a lot of fun. Um, you would. Better than Scorpions, though? No, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, uh, are we at Dave now? Number nineteen. Guess so. Yeah, if you want, Number... I can keep going. I no, don't no, care. No. We're taking turns. Okay, it's my turn, George. Damn it! Number nineteen. No, my turn, damn it. Peace sells by Megadeth. Uh, yeah. All right. One of the cool. most iconic bass lines uh, ever. I mean, MTV stole the fuck out of that. That's right. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, I'm good with this one. I'm good with it, too. Uh, number eight, 18, The Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. I'm okay with this one, too. Um, uh, I'm not a huge Led Zeppelin fan, because when I was much... Well, you don't like to get the lead out, Carrie? Maybe not. When I was younger, I listened to a lot of um, uh, radio, rock radio, and they played Led Zeppelin over and over and over, and it sort of worn me out. Or they had like uh, they had that on, what was it, uh, 101? Yep. Rock 101 yep. here in Houston? And they had like the Led Zeppelin hour every night. Um, every hour, are we talking about? <laughs> All right, moving on. I I feel like this song um, is. I wasn't around <laughs> when this song came out, so I can only imagine what it would have been like to hear this yeah. for the first yeah, time in in the context it was coming out in. This song is heavy as fuck for 1970. Yeah. Uh, and it has in it so many things that would become heavy metal music, and so because of that, I'm I am totally cool with it being high on this list. I think it just deserves. You have you have you have. Is it one of my personal favorites? Is it? I, it's a Led Zeppelin song. I enjoy a lot. Um, I. It's not necessarily a personal favorite song of mine, but I think it deserves this spot. You have converted me, sir. I'm sorry. It's also been in a Marvel movie, so there you go. Oh, yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder, right? Uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Ragnarok, yeah. Uh, number 17, Back in Black, ACDC. It's Carrie's favorite You know song. my, my mm-hmm. love of ACDC? <laughs> I, know, I know of it well, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it being here, I guess. I mean, I would, I would say... It's good enough for Iron Man. It's not really metal, in my opinion, but it's just heavy rock. But I'm, I'll leave it at that. Okay. But back then, was it not metal? Not really. Though? Oh, 
Okay. I don't think so, but but okay. Number sixteen, hallowed be thy name, Iron Maiden. Uh, I am even more cool with the placement of the trooper on this list now mm-hmm. because this this is the song. Yeah. Um, I love this song. It's one of uh, the best Iron Maiden songs and just one of the best heavy metal songs all around. Yep. Um, it's fucking great shit. Uh, so yeah, uh, I might have even put it on my personal list of top 100 metal songs. It'd probably be a little bit higher, mm-hmm. but maybe not by much. Uh, number 50, it would be higher than this next one. Uh, number 15, Angel of Death by Slayer. I, you don't like Angel of Death? No, I, oh, okay. I didn't say that. Okay. I didn't say that at all. I'm saying that Hallowed Be Thy Name would be is a better song. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Angel of Death. I'm just surprised Slayer is getting so much... Uh, they have a lot like, of love, I'm telling you, dude. When did this article come out? Did that come out today? Uh, Like a couple weeks ago. Yesterday. No, it's recent. I was, oh, okay. I was, I was wondering... I just assumed that maybe Rolling Stone saw my shirt today. And they were like, <laughs> oh... <laughs> if Rolling Stone had a, they have a camera in your house, dude. Looking at your, they probably yeah. do. Number fourteen, uh, number fourteen, Stargazer by Rainbow. Um, uh, this more Dio representation. I there. fucking love Stargazer. One of my favorite songs. This would be in my personal top ten. It's a little bit out Ooh, for me. Okay. I love this track so much. I don't think I've ever even heard this song. Really? Yeah. Uh, or of the band. What? Uh, oh, wait. Uh, I have. Never mind. I just didn't know the, the name of the band. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number thirteen, "Paranoid" by Black Sabbath. Um. Um. Paranoid. This Paranoid. song, I feel like, belongs on the list, but maybe not this high. Sure. It's a fun song, man. It's oh, it's I like. I think the live version of the song is way more entertaining than the. Uh, it's a little more energetic. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. I I like the Megadeth cover. Yeah. They did a good. They job. did too. Yeah. Oh, this is a weird pick yeah. to me. It seems number twelve, Cult of Personality, Living Color, uh, higher than so many of the other things that we've seen on this yeah. list. Yeah. That's not making sense no it doesn't make sense uh and i know it's a great song like that's fine but it's a good song it should not be this high on the list for sure Mm -hmm. um hmm. oh god again number 11 one metallica Mm -hmm. they are all over this motherfucker i guess i shouldn't be that surprised no i mean one's a it's it's good not my favorite Metallica song yeah. by any mean. It's very good. Um, okay. Number le- all right, whatever. Number 10, <clears throat> excuse me, Run to the Hills by Iron Maiden. Iron fucking Maiden, uh, Run to the Hills. Another another great Iron Maiden banger. I would still put uh, Hallowed Be Thy Name above this Ooh. one. But Controversial. Yeah, Not really. Very, yeah, really. <laughs> Unpopular opinions. All right. Are we getting okay? We're we're into top ten territory. All right, so I'm it's time to get serious. Take, serious. Taking it over. Um, number uh, nine, Holy Diver from Dio. Uh, I'm gonna Diver. grant it because I'm, I'm happy with uh, this placement. I am too, actually. Perfect. Cool. It's perfect. It's one of the one of the best 
heavy it's just a heavy metal anthem it's just it's everybody knows it except on i saw some video from like american idol and some girl was singing it and she did a horrible job and and the other <laughs> the only person that knew it was uh lionel richie Lionel Richie's like that's Lionel Richie's like that's he's like I love this song. He's Lionel Richie. Lionel, wait, Lionel Richie likes the metal. Lionel out, man. Richie was the only one who would admit to knowing. Well, I don't know who the other two. One was like a country person, but Lionel Richie mentioned he's like, oh, I love I love rock and roll. He's like, I'm bet one of my best friends is fucking Rob Zombie. And they were like, they were like, what? That's that weird. Is weird. They did a track together back in the day or something. Um. All right, number eight. Would be Raining Blood from Slayer. All right. Is there a better Slayer song? You, no. That. This, Shut was up. The, this was the closing song. This was the closing song for me when I saw them uh, when they uh, were one of the headliners for Tattoo the I Earth. Can imagine. Okay. This is uh that 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 beat that dun dun dun. The drum and everything in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it's just the way it yeah. builds. It's one of their best songs from one of the. Sh- it is from one of the shortest albums. <laughs> um, yeah, the whole album is what like twenty three minutes long. <laughs> it's I think. like twenty eight <clears throat> minutes or something like that. All right, moving on to number seven. Here's where I start to get a little. Oh yeah, Iron Man, Black this. Sabbath. No, not better than this to me. This to me is my f- feeling on this song is similar to my feeling about uh, Symphony of Destruction from Megadeth. Mm. Like it's a fine song, it's okay, but the amount of play and attention yep. that it gets, I don't feel like is warranted. I, totally. Iron Man is a, it's fine. It's a fine Black Sabbath song. There are tons of songs all around it that are better. <laughs> all right, number six, uh, we're gonna go with Crazy Train from Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, one of the coolest guitar riffs of all time. It right? is. Yeah. It, it totally is. Um, I'm okay with this here. Um, I mean, yeah, Randy Rhodes kills it on this track. Um, yep. A lot of shredding. It's just. It's just. It's a really good. It is a good song. I'm. I'm just sort of over the whole Aussie thing. That TV show did it in for me. That's been a long time, but <laughs> I don't forget. Okay, <laughs> number five, War Pigs, Black Sabbath. Do not agree on this one. I, this is. I feel the same way about this one. I like I War did, Pigs. Uh, it's a great track. I do too. It's better than Paranoid. It's better, better than Iron Man. But yeah, there's a lot of Black Sabbath love in this top fifteen. Where's Where's Nativity in Black? Huh? NIB. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like. Where's more Judas yeah. Priest? Where's more? Oh, it's coming. All right. Number four, Breaking the Law, Judas Priest. Um. Yes. There's a couple of, I have not seen Painkiller, and I have not seen Beyond the Realms of Death. So, fake news. <laughs> Maybe they haven't Maybe heard not. those songs. They need to. Break. I've never heard. You those never songs. heard Painkiller? Come on, dude. No. Come on. You probably have. Uh, Breaking the Law is a. It's a great. And what they're doing a lot here when they get to the top, they're they're going for. And some stuff that almost everybody knows. You know what I mean? Some of the stuff way higher in the list. People don't know fucking Caius and shit, but everybody knows Breaking the Law. Number three, yeah. first appearance on this list. I was wondering where the fuck they were. Ace of Spades, Motorhead. I cannot <laughs> believe this is the only appearance, but I'm happy with the placement. Number three, 
Ace of Spades, Motorhead. All right. I wouldn't put it this high. Um, I also don't know if this is the Motorhead song I would have put on my list, but it, like it absolutely, I get why it's here. What would you would have put? I'm not going to argue with it. Uh, I would probably do something that's just more to my personal taste. Um, um, so like Hellraiser. Uh, Hellraiser is a great like, track. That that that's the superior version of the song. Um, or uh, God Was Never On Your Side. It's not really like a big heavy metal anthem or anything, but I love that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. All right. Um, number two is Master of Puppets from Metallica. Um, mm-hmm. Eddie Munson agrees. Eddie Munson agrees. I, this is my favorite Metallica song. Um, I know it's been played. I think been it's a lot of people's overplayed favorite Overplayed so much songs. recently because of Stranger Things, but... I'm okay with it being in the top ten. I don't know about number two though. Yeah, I agree. All right, you guys. Great song. Yeah, you guys ready for number one? Number one, the best metal song of all time is "Black Sabbath" by Black Sabbath. Um, oh man, it's couldn't be more referential than that. It's a it's a great song. It's uh, the beginning of slow doom metal for sure. Um. But I don't know if it's the number one metal song of all time. For, Just, for, for my money, it is the number one metal song of all time because this is where it started for me. Okay. Yeah. This is the, this is the song. Uh, within this song is most of the things that would become associated with heavy metal music. And the rest of the things that would become associated with heavy metal music happened once Dio joined the band. Yep. Um so, like, between this song and, like, Heaven and Hell, Black Sabbath defined what heavy metal music was going to be. Um, I, I'm cool with this placement, not necessarily because I think it's the best heavy metal song ever, but because I think it's the most important. I think this is the keystone. This is, for my money, this is where it all begins. All right. I... I- and for that, sir, I agree. I can agree. All right, so we we did it. So we went on this. We did all this. We did it. Forever long journey. We learned that we Black learn? Sabbath has a lot of songs in the top fifteen. <laughs> um, we learned that Rolling Stone did a lot of very Rolling predictably Stone Rolling Stone things. We've learned Rolling Stone has never heard um, Testament. Yeah. Or um, or a million other or a million other band bands that are really great. Um, who they've never heard. I I've tried to work on my list. I'm like, where's Cradle of Fills? They they deserve to be on that list somewhere. Uh, Catatonia. Um, I don't know. Sabotage. Amorphous somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But remember, this is like an introductory course to metal. Right. Those bands so. should be on there though. All right. Um, we're getting really light here. Uh, we've been going for a long time, so uh, I think we should just wrap it up. We're gonna forego George hates metal because we uh, we know George hates a lot of that metal. We just did that. We just for did a it really for a long, long time. time. Yeah, we just <laughs> had a long, long, um, long take on that. Hope so you all enjoyed wrap it. Up the episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, if you have opinions on your favorite metal band or metal songs of all time, reach out to us on social media at Metal Geeks on all of them. 
Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and come join us in the Facebook group, the Metal Geek Society, where we hang out and talk about metal and video games and film and all kinds of cool shit. Um, and uh, metalgeeks.net is where you're going to find us on the interwebs. Uh, we're also proud members of the ESO Network, esonetwork.com. Uh, check out all the cool shows that make up the network there. Um, am I forgetting anything on our end? I'm not sure. I wasn't paying that close attention. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was still, he's still reeling over his mind he's, over the 100 he's, list he's, that he just He's singing just Black Sabbath in his mind right now. Typo Nega's yeah. version of that song is fucking phenomenal, too. Yes, it is. Um, all right. So, what about you, George? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all the social medias at George Shipsis, and you can, you know, complain to me about all the songs I've never heard. There you go. That's the place to do it. And Dave, yeah. If I was ever to be on social media, you could find me <laughs> at Red Viking Dave. <laughs> uh, yeah. And if you're near the Houston or Austin or San Antonio area, you can find them at Sherwood Forest Fair um, weekends through April. You have a booth number over there where people can find you easy. Uh, my booth number is my booth number is four zero seven, and you can come by my amazing artwork there. You know why I'll remember that because four zero seven is the zip or the area code for Disney World. Wow, that's a bit of trivia that never stuck with me. Yep. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for geeking out and thanks for going through this uh, entire list with us. Um, Can't believe we made we, it. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I got to. It took some per- per- it took some perseverance. Well, speaking but we made of, it. there was no deaths on this uh, on this list. What the fuck? How could yeah, there be? There was a whole lot. Yeah, of, a lot a of lot that wasn't on this list. We might have to work on our own top one hundred. And where's the limp biscuit? As I want to um, know, in the garbage, where it should be. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. We will see you on the next episode. As always, one last thing we have to say: keep it metal, George, and keep it mbop. Yep. Because, you know, I'm keeping up with the theme of the I saw the, the look songs. on your face. You were just like, the, the steam was coming out trying to come up with something clever to say. <laughs> no, I had this in the can. I was just waiting I was for gonna you to say, say something. I was going to say, you know, keep it geeky and keep it 100. Keep it uh, Mbappi. Definitely not. Hanson-y. Yeah, because Hanson deserves oh, to be on shit, this did list. did we lose George? All right, guys. See you later. Hey, Geekazoids. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal. Hey, hey, we're Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. Almost 12 years old. Davy Jones was it for me. <laughs> I was having problems dancing and tambourining. I got overzealous and overly excited. Like we've had our own little version of Monkey Mania 50 years later, which is just crazy. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and monkeyingaround.com. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. 
be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.